Welcome to another episode of Broham's podcast. I almost said the other show I was on. I had to think for a second. <laughs> As always, it's Marcel. It is Rike, professional yam pounder, color commentator, and management at New Texas Pro. You just have a new title every week, aren't you? Well, the, the color commentator thing just got added on Saturday. Well, I, I wasn't even talking about that one, but. Oh, professional yam pounder? It, it just sounds more professional than calling myself a porn star. So I just call myself a professional yam pounder. But you're not even a porn star, though. I'm an aspiring yam pounder. Don't crush my You could have been a porn star, but you refused. We can talk that story. Yeah, we could. That's a whole other podcast for a whole other time, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yes, sir, but it is. I'm not, hold on, I'm not finished running down my resume. Jesus Christ. Um, retired yard cutter, retired professional wrestler, avid hiker, taco lover, babysitter. Um, How are you a retired yard cutter? Do you not have a yard anymore? I don't have a yard no more. I live in the so. I retired from mowing other people's yards. I still mow my mom's yard. I just don't mow other motherfuckers' yards. So you're not shit. retired. You just still I, cut lots. Look, look, look. I'm retired, okay? Uh, it makes sense to you, huh, don't it? Okay. Yes, it does. That's the only thing that matters. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, see. where was I? Shut up, Robert. It's not your turn yet. Whoa! Uh, whoa. <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> I just want to say I'm Robert, and I'm having a swell day with my habanero hot sauce and my my uh, lovely car that just got broken into. Other than that, I'm doing great. Oh, hold oh, up. Shit. Tell that story. Oh, that story. Someone hates me. Someone, uh, someone hates me. What a surprise, right? And uh, someone just like decided to like fuck with my shit. There's nothing important in the car. It just took what was like you know trash out and stuff like that. I'm putting trash in my car. It was probably a Marvel fan. It. it was probably a Marvel fan because you were wearing that fake ass Marvel shirt trying to be a fake fan, even though you said a few weeks ago that you don't like Marvel. Hey, I, <laughs> I said I don't like Marvel right now because I've worn off on it. So See, there's like a difference. You know what? You know what that means? Though, I'm not saying. That also mean Robert Marvel. Loki racist because he don't like Marvel and they just made Captain America a black man. So, oh, I didn't even he, know that. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't know that. You prejudiced mofo. <laughs> well, you, you sugar on your grits ass bitch. Oof. Oh, whoa, we're not going to talk about this right now. <laughs> yes, we are. We're not jogging <laughs> me into this. That's, that's one of the many atrocities that you have committed on this podcast. When you you don't put a lot of sugar in it, though. That's the catch. You just put this, a little bit. Look, what the, look, this is a mayonnaise. This is a somewhat mayonnaise free podcast. The only reason I say somewhat is because you're involved. But we don't commit <laughs> mayonnaise atrocities on this podcast by talking about things like Hey, dude, do you put sugar on your grits? No, I don't put fucking sugar, sugar on my fucking grits. I didn't say it like that, first of all. Second of you all. You did say it like that. Hey, dude, you put sugar on your grits? <laughs> I, go, I went up to you one time in high school. I was like, yeah, you put sugar in your grits. No, you don't. That is some, that is some mayonnaise bullshit right there. I can Tell eat grits without the sugar. I'm just saying it doesn't taste bad with sugar in it. Yes, it does. <laughs> One thing we're not going to do on this podcast is lie. Rick, I'm we're not going to need you to stop treating Robert like he's Mortal Kombat 2021. Stop whoa, whoa, we're not going to talk about that either. So you guys <laughs> seen it, right? Yes, I saw it. I saw my I dad. Saw, it was perfectly mid. I saw uh, like it was 20. I thought it was okay. I saw 20 minutes of it and said, hey, I got to go to Houston. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Houston calls. 
Well, yeah. you have to go to Houston. You you put Houston first. That's right. H Town always comes. I was first. I was kind of disappointed. I was like, look, man, if somebody <laughs> don't reach down their throat and pull the motherfucker's spine out, just throw the whole. Kano was great. I thought Kano was great. I, I that's what I look. I saw that shit in the video game. So when I was watching the movie, I was like, look, if I don't see that shit in twenty minutes, this whole film is trash. All I saw was a motherfucker get his arms ripped off. I was like. Well, that's modern day savagery, but let's go ahead. That was just that was just <laughs> terrible with Jax. This dude gonna be like, I did six tours, motherfucker. This man is a damn super ice ninja. What the fuck does that mean to him? <laughs> I, I'm surprised he tried. I was definitely disappointed because they kind of did a little twist on the story that I didn't like. That made it made sense. I feel like if if the second one bombs and it's not as good as the first one, then yeah, it's no more. But I would give it a chance. That great, so, like I would have paid money to see it. That's for no. Sure. If I went to if I went to the theater, I would have been mad as hell. I would have oh, yeah, bought that. Sure. If I, I would have the bought that on watch, Yeah, if I went to the theater to watch it, I would have been coming out the theater like this movie's fucking trash. It's the worst <sighs> thing ever. But no, nah, I watched the HBO Max at home. I would have been so I was like, okay, this is. But if I yeah, paid like was, if I paid theater money to see it, I'd be, it got me hyped enough to play the game again, at least. It was good enough to like drive down the street to meet your meet the plug who has his van parked, you know, on the side of Walmart, and you just pay for the bootleg. That's like three ninety nine. It, it was worth. Look, it, it's it not. Worth. At least it's not as bad as Annihilation. Uh, I'll give it that. Okay, Annihilation was pretty bad. The first Mortal Kombat though wasn't that bad. No, first Mortal Kombat is great. I don't care what nobody said. Ninety six one, yeah. I thought that was a pretty dope one. The only way I'll watch Mortal Kombat 2, if they make a number two, is if Miz is Johnny Cage. If he's not, then yes. I watch it. Yes, I agree. Miz should be Johnny Cage for that. And I liked how they hyped Johnny Cage at the end, too. I would give him that. I was just like, okay, I got to watch the second one now because I just want to see Johnny Cage get some, you know, kick some ass. Everybody out here talking about, ooh, it should be Ryan Reynolds. I'm like, there's one no. reason. There's two reasons why it shouldn't be Ryan Reynolds. Well, three. Because number one, three. it's obvious. Yeah. Two he's he'll cost too much and then three we need actors of the same level in this movie because let's be real barely anybody in that damn movie could act so if you put yeah. ryan reynolds in there who can actually act it's gonna shit on everybody else in the movie so you need somebody of that same level which is why miz is perfect because miz ain't a terrible terrible actor but he's not the good exactly he so would he fit is. perfectly with that cast yeah and uh, I was going to say, uh, honestly, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, bro. Like, it's still the deal for me. Every time I see him down in movies, I'm like, it's Deadpool. He's, like, he's real like Deadpool. He's, yes, he is just so spot on. It's like, I don't mean to typecast him because he is such a good actor. But every time I see him now, he, he just nailed that role so perfectly. I guess it would have been like if Heath Ledger did another movie. And after afterwards, I just feel like that's the fucking Joker without the makeup. You know? Yeah. Or at least that version of the Joker. This is true. Uh, so we got a new segment on the show. We'll try it on, see how it fits. We're calling it Around the Ring, which is basically where you get like maybe four or five wrestling related news uh, articles I managed to find somewhere on the internet and pretty much just <laughs> comment on them. First one I got is AEW. What's going to happen to AEW since this NHL deal fell through on USA and it's actually going to be part of Turner. Yes. Likely TNT. Yes. So pretty much the scuttlebutt is what will this do anything to AEW, which you got to imagine it probably might. It might. Yeah. I was going to say, so you guys think that they're going to do the old WCW thing and does have 
their show not be every Wednesday now, but every other Wednesday, or and then just pick different nights out of the week. Because that's what they used to do back in the day, the nineties. They had to do it for basketball because TNT used to be on basketball. Is on basketball too. Uh, I don't know that. I mean, I could see it because it says right here, the NHL have announced seven-year media rights deal with Turner Sports. Agreed, the agreement will see regular season Stanley Cup and Stanley Cup final games televised on TNT and TBS starting next season and running through 2027 to 28. Well, that's great for me. I like hockey, so that means they get more chance to watch more hockey games. You just want to see the fights? Yeah, that's all I watch hockey for. Well, they also (laughs) The fights are great, too. (laughs) So it's really the discussion is what is going to happen to Impact. Impact, Jesus Christ. AEW. What's going to happen to Dynamite? Because they can't move Tuesday. Why can't they move to Tuesday? Basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basketball. Same thing with Thursday because there's basketball. So, really, all that's left is if they have to move, we'll see how they try and finagle it. But the only real options are Monday and Thursday. <laughs> and let's be real, Raw is shit, but they're not going to be Raw. No, no. And they're not going to be SmackDown either if they go Friday. So, what? I will personally get cable just to watch Raw again, just so AEW doesn't win. That's so, I'm, so just, petty. I'm, I'm sorry. I just I can't let it happen. They don't deserve it. It's they need to get they their ass. They don't, dude. I just okay. So I just got done watching some of the Monday Night Wars again with my girl, and she got a little into it. So we get kind of get watching it, and I just watched how everything was, and it's just like, dude, this is becoming WCW, but it's. WCW skipped like 15 steps because everyone knew WCW before they were Nitro because they still had their little show on Saturday nights on TBS. You know what I mean? Where AEW just, AEW just jumped the gun and went straight to TNT like, here's our show, here's our product. Let's fucking bury it to the fucking ground. You know? Well, Tony says they aren't moving. Um, They're not moving. That's what, he's, that's what he says, but shit always changes because he's talking about they still have a two and a half year contract deal but the guy that uh signed that deal is gone the guy that got them that extension yeah the tnt exec that tony was friends with that got them that deal in the first place he's gone so this could easily switch up new execs coming and be like nah you moving bucko because there ain't no way in hell they moving hockey for wrestling that's just yeah, not the world. No that's way, just yeah. that's just not the world we live in anymore Especially if they're only pulling a million. Like, I could see if they were pulling, like, three or four million. Maybe they would be in talks. Maybe give them, like, hey, let me hear your pitch. You know what I mean? But they're barely pulling a million views. Like, yeah, get the fuck off first. Get off the get off Wednesdays and go to Mondays. That's just what I said. Fuck up out of here. You got anything to say on that, Rike? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Can you at least say you don't? They don't deserve it, like I did. Nah, I, I, I don't watch. So where they end up is really on them. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I, I, that's all I can say. I don't, Man, I don't said really... if, uh, <laughs> NXT did seven four four. Okay, now this is the subject I could talk about. Okay, so let's talk about that. <laughs> okay, um, well, why, why, why such a low number though? I, I would expect it to at least get eight or nine. Nothing happens on that show. <sighs> That's true. Like, like nothing happens on there. Like they advertise Adam Cole, but he was on a pre-tape. Um, yeah, I had to watch that on the freaking Peacock Network, by the way. Like, oh yeah, since, speaking of Peacock, your boy ain't supporting that. 
No mo. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What happened? Because it's booty for watching wrestling. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I can't skip the matches. Some I can't, I got a VPN, so it won't even work with my VPN. I always got to turn my fucking VPN off to use it on my laptop. Anyway, also they don't have. I don't a, like. Also, they don't have an app for Fire Stick, so I got to turn my PS4 on. But anyway, that's yeah, that's all. Yeah, still on the Fire Stick. I don't I don't like the fact that Peacock's on a fire stick yet. That's for sure. I do like the I do like the call. I feel like the quality of everything's improved. I don't like the fact you can't skip certain matches. I have to sit through a whole WCW pay-per-view now, which is Yeah, you can't even like skip ahead. So nope. I just fired up a v- I got my VPN, which is completely legal to have. <laughs> I got my VPN, switched that shit over to the UK and watch the network. How long does the UK have for the network over like that? Forever. Oh, yeah, peacock is only for the states. Ah, fuck Peacock. So you can get a VPN, fire up the network, and just watch it as God intended. <laughs> let me bar- a, let me borrow that VPN, dog. How about you borrow these nuts? <laughs> oh, <laughs> VPN ain't expensive. Oh, well, plenty of them. There's, <laughs> I got what's what's mine? Express VPN. There's Nord VPN. There's uh, Express uh, VPN. Okay. There's a bunch I'm of other familiar VPNs. with VPNs. Pretty, I mean, I kind of recommend VPNs from what I hear. They mostly just keep, you know, companies from getting your data and shit because it bounces around your IP address to wherever you sent it. So, ah, okay, okay, okay. Sadie hmm. Gibbs has retired from pro wrestling action. All right. She only had like Who? three. This girl, she was an AW like three times. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much it. So, uh, yeah, they did a 744, and the main event was a six man between Legato and MSK and Kushida. Now, I like those six guys, but I don't think that should have been the main event that night. That was the main event. Yeah, the main event probably should have been Bronson and Austin Theory. Just, yeah, maybe, or, hmm. Oh, no, Bronson's pretty, they've been pushing him pretty good. I mean, I think he's definitely main event and, and taping worthy. You know what I mean? TV wise. I mean, I haven't like I haven't watched this week because you know I ain't got Hulu anymore because I'm broke. <laughs> but, oh wow! Uh, yeah. So I usually got to wait for a rerun. But I watched last week's. If I could speak, I liked Saray's debut last week. Yeah, I thought she looked pretty good. Mm. Uh, she beat Zoe. Zoe's still feuding with Tony. I got that. I don't know what they're gonna do with Frankie Monet right now. But I'll, I'll wait for her first match. It'll probably be at a takeover if I'm guessing right. I don't know who it'll be against, but maybe EO. That seems like that could probably be her first match. Will be EO, which is a fine first match to have. But does she go over though? She should. <laughs> like, just lost, I don't know. EO just lost the title. You need to give some momentum back if she fights. That's why I don't think it'll be her first. It'll probably be her first takeover match. But I don't think it'll be her first NXT match. Her first NXT match will might be a takeover. Yeah, I don't know. It'd have been, like I said, if she goes against EO, she should go over because why beat Frankie? She just got in, and a loss to Frankie won't hurt EO, really, depending on how she loses. But usually, okay, for the yeah, most part, NXT don't do. You're right. You're right. No, for the most part, NXT don't do dumbass losses like main roster does. For the most part, yeah, they're like 98, 99% good on that. Yeah, they, they don't do a lot of stupid shenanigans shit. They just need to find a better rhythm now since they're not. Um, yeah, that pose number, right now. So that number shouldn't be. Even if you can watch reruns on the network or Peacock or whatever, that number shouldn't be a seven. Yeah, because last week it was eight four one. Yeah, and the show is the show is really 
aside from a few matches, for the most part, it's kind of boring because I kind of tuned out on it the last right. two episodes post takeover. How explain that? How is it boring to you? Well, anyway, let me look at. I'll explain how. Can I explain how to me, real fast. Yeah, sure. I think start, it's because yeah. it's the same formula. I think they had the same formula yeah. in the show. Yeah, nothing exciting really happens. No angles have been really getting advanced. They just. It, it kind of feels like like a hopped up version of Sunday Night Heat in some ways, mm. where he's, they just they'll like do an angle for a match and then they'll have a then it'll be like the match main event or something like that. For the most part, like weighing it up against what they were doing in 2019, like the show is like boring. Mm-hmm. I I I feel like if I don't, I'm kind of feeling what I felt like before Vengeance. If I don't watch NXT for a month, I'm really not missing. Anything. Um, there's certain hmm. people I'll if they got a match I'll check in like I was like yeah. I wanted to watch this I wanted to watch last week because Saray was having her debut match but right. yeah this week I was like to check out new stars and to see certain matches yeah but other than that this the format of the show is just like okay just like BK said if you miss a month of it you're not missing much yeah it's, it's, it's the same shit that sounds like it's it's like a, it, it sounds falls. like a it sounds like a and then too I don't know. When Robert was talking about this in a group chat, I agree with him. Like, if NXT is going good, once those Gargano segments come into play, I'm just, the quality of the show just took a nosedive. Mm-hmm. Is, I'm like, sorry, he's not, he, to me, he's not a he, good heel. He's, he, he's not, he, he's not, he's not funny. I'm just like, I can understand mm-hmm. if it was like the Rock and Mick Foley segments back in the day, those shits were funny. But Johnny Gargano, like his comedy, put that in quotations it just doesn't work i'm yeah. like if there's like one it. thing i don't like about the way because i like dumb comedy shit sometimes but there's one thing i don't like about the way it's austin theory oh come on because i just think the whole thing is just lame bro yeah no because uh, they could be doing they could be doing more with austin theory he of can course, talk. yeah he can yeah. obviously he can work he can talk he can talk damn well it's just that I don't know why they gave him that super mm-hmm. goofy heel shit with Johnny to do. Like, why can't he just be, why can't he be serious? Like, why can't, like, I don't know. Maybe the way I could see it, the way I would probably write it is that, you know, um, Candace and, you know, Candace and Johnny are doing their, well, more Johnny, really. Candace is kind of starting to get more serious, mostly because she's pissed at Shotzi and Ember. But, like, Johnny's kind of the crazy one. He's fucking crazy, but you could have that be, he's crazy because he feels like he's not getting enough respect in NXT. He was the first ever Triple Crown champion, obviously. He's had some of the best matches in NXT history, but he just feel like he ain't getting no respect, so he's just fucking crazy. That's kind of yeah, how his... That's kind of how it felt like at the beginning when he was doing that shit. It's just like, this man is fucking insane. Like, he don't feel like he's getting enough respect. But anyway, you just have Austin Theory be like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what, what, what are we doing? Johnny, what are you doing? Like, like I help, I thought you could help me. That's why I decided to join up with you. But this, what was going on? Yeah, I mean, because I think the last sh- time Austin Theory was serious was that match he had with Johnny before he joined the way. Mm-hmm. When he said I quit NXT and then he was gone for like three months or a month. I mean, I mean, I get what Triple H is trying to do with the show. He's trying not to overexpose everybody. But in the event that Joe ratings are tanking, you just gotta like say, you gotta right, switch I'm- it up, do something. You got to put Adam Cole back on there in person. For sure. There. Uh, I really well, Finn's back Chompa. next week, I think. I want Chopper to be a singles act, singles uh, wrestler. I don't really. I 
think he's trying to wind it down, like Marcel was saying before. I'm fine with him and Thatcher together because one, it's kind of something different, and I think they have a they have a interest they have an interesting chemistry. Plus, yeah. more Thatcher on my TV is always good because they need to do some more shit with Thatcher because. Jesus Christ, look at that fucker. Thatcher <laughs> could easily just be like this I, monster baby face and go after Johnny. You know I said I mean? this, I said this in a, on a on another show that I'm on. I'm like, don't need to be any more need more ugly dudes. They need more ugly fuckers. <laughs> they could just, you know, that look different. <laughs> they just need more ugly dudes yeah, that come in and look to, different. So everybody looks like, oh, what's this guy? Everyone's problem? starting to look the same now. And I like I like Thatcher. He he, a ugly looking dude, but he a ugly rough looking dude that you see him in a back alley, or if you see him in an adequate amount of light, you're just like I don't want to fuck with that dude. It's like the fuck is his? Problem? If you see him at a Hooters, he's probably not the guy to fuck with either. Like he's just one of those guys that sit by himself at a Hooters bar and eat. Like, if you see anybody at a Hooters, not to be fucked with because Hooters is a bad restaurant with bad weight. Whoa, well I wouldn't say bad. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But yeah, you just need some rough and tough looking dude. Like Oni is kind of like that too. Oni like a rough, tough looking. Um, he just don't do that much right now since his partner got hurt. And um, I get they're trying to do something with Pete, kinda. Kinda. I, I, right now they really just don't want to give Pete a title, which is why he's not going for a title right now. So he's doing this I, whole I'm the best again, technical wrestler in the world thing, which I'm. They can go to the cruiserweight. Is he a cruiserweight level? Yes, he's cruiserweight yeah, level. But nobody watches 205 Live, though. Sadly. That's why I was like, just get rid of that show and just fold it with NXT. Yeah, they need to, for one, because that would definitely spice up the formula, because then you can mm -hmm. have your own little cruiserweight thing going on, your own cruiserweight storyline. And if Escobar and what's like bring in Like, bring in some of the top guys from that show Drew and just Gulak, put them on NXT regularly. No, he's Monsoor. on main roster now. He's oh, yeah, on he is. Just bring Monster, bring Mansoor in, bring fucking Mansoor, such a good uh, baby face. Shit, I just had it. Bring in Mansoor, bring in Arya Davari, bring in fucking um, I guess Tony Nice. He has a personality. Tony Nice, why not? He has a personality of a brick, but he can, yeah, he he's can not go. that good. He's like he has he a personality can... of a brick, but you know he can go. Uh, I don't know who else is on two hundred five. Like. Uh, I guess Kurt Stallion. I think they like Kurt Stallion. Kurt Stallion looks like any white boy I'd see at a mechanic shop, but <laughs> like, he do like you know. Um, bring in uh, I don't even know who the fuck else is even on two or five. Bring in the Bollywood boys. Y'all need more goddamn tag teams. Bring in the Singh brothers. Um, Singh brothers would be great. Yeah, they're, they're really good. Just get rid of the show and fold it into NXT. Y'all already call it the NXT Cruiserweight title, so. Yeah, so that's why I'm confused. Like Escobar and Kushida are your first two main contenders anyway for the title. Why do you have a 205 Live, especially if those guys are not being featured on NXT? I watched 205 for a bit and for a while. 205, like when Triple A started taking over 205, dope. I was like, 205 was really fucking dope. When Moose, when Mustafa was on there and Cedric was still on Brian there. Brian Kendrick and well, uh, uh, Kendrick wasn't doing that much, but yeah, he was there. Tozawa when they let Tozawa actually be kind of serious. And um, who the fuck else? Buddy Murphy was shit. That was the highlight of his career on 205. Oh, dude, remember the tournament they had leading up to WrestleMania 34 in the finals? Mm -hmm. were, yep. That whole tournament was fucking fired. Yeah, they that, had bad that, Roddy, match. that Roddy Kushida match was great. Not Roddy Kushida, Roddy Kenta match was great on that tournament. I think that was like yes. the first round match. Yeah, it was. That's why I'm saying that whole tournament was fire from start to finish. That was great. Like, there's a lot of things they can do. Their women's, uh, I guess, uh, is this Raquel Mercedes thing going to be heel versus heel? It's got to be. Yeah. 
which nobody wants to watch a heel versus heel match. We've talked about that so many times on the podcast already, but it's so true. Yeah, no like nobody wants to see heel. And I guess heel. going up to main roster real quick. I guess Rhea is still a heel. Why? Yeah. Why are they doing that? That's so fucking stupid. You know Vince does that. He'll bring someone from NXT and switch their allegiances. If they were heel when they were NXT, they're going to be babyface. If they were a babyface in NXT, they're going to be a heel. I don't know why he does that, but. Mm. This old man just needs a reality check. This shit is crazy. Like, I put it on the group chat. I'm like, Shayna and Rhea had a blood feud like a year ago. But they're tagging on Raw like everything's cool. I'm like, what the f? I'm like, and did you f-? see that? Nia Jax it, is over here slipping on shit. And it's yeah, like, it like seems, why is this on my TV? It, it seems like they're slowly starting to treat NXT like they did OVW back in the day. Oh, no. Yeah, it's like, this is good. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, um, where things would happen in OVW, but they wouldn't mention any of it on the main roster, like at all. You just mm. came in like a brand new person. And uh, aside from the Royal Rumble, they don't, they'll mention some shit from NXT. Like they, I mean, it mainly, it's mainly on SmackDown, like Kevin and Sammy are feuding. And they're saying like, oh, well, you know, these guys, they have a long history that dates all the way back to NXT and somewhere beyond that, that's about it. But on the Raw side, NXT pretty much doesn't exist which that's fine well it's not fine <laughs> but not it was really, no. it's in the grand scheme it's not fine but it was like fine when nxt was only on the network and barely anybody saw it besides people who yeah. had the network but it's on i'm like yes even though the viewership ain't like raw levels they're still on usa mm-hmm. <laughs> which means they're still on national tv so why would you not acknowledge it like they don't mention There's commercials that, about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they, the don't, show. they don't mention that Priest is a former North American champion in NXT. Yeah. I don't think they've Which ever they mentioned that. Do. Yeah, I don't think they have. No. Remember how long it took them to finally say Big E was NXT champion? Forever. <laughs> it took you literally years for them to be like, Big E is a former NXT champion. I'm like, y'all finally remembered because I was starting to forget that he was NXT champion. Yeah, they, yeah. NXT will acknowledge main roster, but main roster for the most part doesn't. <laughs> Like they even had Roman somewhat slight in NXT when uh, Edge was bouncing around all three shows trying to figure out who he was going to face. Roman was like, why would you even waste your time going to NXT? I was like, well. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> that's mean, what they think of it. Yeah, Which is I mean, hilarious because what, was it two years ago? I think it was two NXT years ago when, when NXT was like, had that clean sweep at Survivor Series, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. They won almost every match of the Survivor Series, except yes. except the men's. I think they didn't win the men's Survivor Series match, or yeah. I think there was like one yeah, other match they didn't AJ win. AJ Styles, I think, won the other match, didn't he? The one with the secondary championships? Yeah. yeah. The only one from Raw that won. Yeah. The- yeah, NXT won pretty much every other match. So, like, but, Shayna won the women's match. Fucking, the fuck. women won that match. Uh, I think, who were the, I think Undisputed Era won the tag title match. Mm-hmm. Like, Adam Cole had his match with Pete Dunne. Yeah, that was just a straight up pure NXT match. And then, fucking, the sole survivor for the NXT team was Keith Lee. Exactly. <laughs> and he got beat by Roman, who was the last survivor of the Raw team. So... God, that NXT roster was so fire back then. And that was only two years ago. Yeah, it was pretty fucking stacked. Yeah, and the show yeah, was better. way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm not surprised Vince doesn't mention anything from NXT. I mean, this is a guy who spent the entire summer writing Braun Strowman in a Fiend feud. And then Roman came back. 
he just basically retconned it, retconned the whole damn thing and started from scratch. Granted, that so it's like that he wasn't that great anyway. Yeah, it wasn't. So when Vince like just <laughs> when Vince just randomly deviates from stuff, it doesn't surprise me anymore. It's like, well, it's kind of a Vince thing. Triple H will go out of his way to mention stuff about the main roster on NXT, but the love isn't returned. I guess if NXT starts popping like a million or two million viewers, they'll probably start mentioning it more. But until then, uh. well, they they can. I feel they have the they definitely have the roster. They just need to start doing different, try different things with them. I think for one, and guys, I know you're gonna hate me for this, but I just had a theory. Think about it, ratings, right? They want more ratings. Give Gary Cramming Grimes the million dollar title with Ted DiBiase. Boom. Fuck off. What? I'm like, nobody's gonna. If you want, if you want Grimes and DiBiase together, I'm actually 100% behind that. I think it would be hilarious. (laughs) But don't give him the. You wanna kill his heat? Give him the million dollar title. No, what? That gives him more heat. Robert, name one person that that title did anything for that was not Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Virgil. No, it didn't. Ah, what the fuck? <laughs> what does Alex do? What is Alex doing right now? I, I don't know. Hopefully he's by his. Hopefully he by his phone so I can zoom him in because this is fucking ridiculous. No, no, you guys. <laughs> like, like, later. like Riza said on Soul Paul. I'm, I'm fucking ridiculous. Thinking, <laughs> like, I'm sitting here thinking Robert about to say something like you know maybe profound a like yeah like he actually like set it up like okay then and then he presents that. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't I'm, I'm thinking like he's probably gonna say like, okay, maybe they need to use some of their star guys or guys that are proven to be a draw, like Finn, like Cole. Um, put them on the show. They don't have to wrestle every week, but put them on the show. Like they at least draw people in. But you're Robert right. Said, you're, I know I agree with you. But Robert says, put the million dollar title on camera grimes. You came on Al Gore's internet in front of God and everybody. <laughs> And said, bring back the million dollar title. That way Finn and Adam Cole can feud. Oh my God. Okay. And 2K will work. So it's fine. <sighs> Moving on. Yeah. What's the, what's the, what's, what, what else you got? I, I got uh, the results. For <laughs> oh, Impact. wait, wait. Before you go any further, I just saw some breaking news. My bad, Marcel. Okay. WWE NXT suspends referee Drake Words oh, and yeah, barred yeah. him yeah, from I Capitalistic that. Center. I got oh, you that do? In here. Yeah, I got that in here to talk about. Yeah, it's not the next I, thing, but it's on here. So Okay. We'll go over Shit, that a little I, bit. I jumped the gun. What? I was on Facebook and I saw that. Yeah, I'll, I'll go into that because there's a whole thing about that shit. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. These Impact Rebellion had their show Sunday. Their yes. pay-per-view. Uh, real quick before we just get we'll talk about some of the major things that happened no nope, yeah. i didn't watch nobody watched the show but here are the results i watch highlights all right i watch highlights uh rosemary and havoc defeated susan and kimberly on the pre-show uh josh alexander defeated ace austin and tjp to win the x division title no AEW guys in there so disappointing go on william morrissey the former big cast debut <laughs> Uh, and he helped Diener, Joe Doring, and Rhino defeat Chris Sabian, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack in an eight-man tag. Brian Myers, the former Kurt Hawkins, defeated Matt Cardona, the former Zack Ryder, because that's a few that needed a pay-per-view. Yes. <laughs> that's fucked up. Those guys are those <laughs> guys are fine. Uh, Jordan Grace and her partner, Rachel Ellering, who is now in Impact, 
defeated Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan to win the Knockouts Tag Titles? Yo, before we go any further, I'm going to put this out there. I saw Jordan Steele wrestle in Tampa for, like, I think the second or third time. You mean Grace? That girl. Yeah, she fucking, what did I call her? <laughs> Jordan Steele. Oh, I don't know <laughs> where like I got that porn, name from. Sounds like a porn star name, bro. Probably because you were thinking about Tasha Steeles and you just mixed the names together. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, uh, man, that girl wrestles like a fucking dude. I know some people listen to this. That's kind of problematic to say, but it's actually a compliment. Yeah, Cornette it is. That is a compliment. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, Cornette, it is. <laughs> like, she wrestles. She wrestles like a fucking dude, man. Like when I saw her in Tampa, she was beating the hell out of Rachel Rose. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but go ahead. My bad. I just had to throw him. About to throw in the towel. Like, stop it. Stop beating. Like, I was like, I wish, I wish we could use her full time. I was like, we need a, we need a thick, badass female wrestler. Yeah, and that's what she is. I like her style. Thick mama pump. Yeah, I can't wait till she hits NXT one of these days. Trey Miguel, Trey Miguel, formerly of the Rascals, who are now known as MSK, defeated Sammy Callahan in a last man standing match. Why did he? I I don't know. I guess maybe he wanted to try it out. As I guess he just wanted to try and be a singles. I don't know. Because that was the that was the uh, the the rumor when MSK signed that Trey Miguel hadn't signed. Damn. That he didn't leave yeah. Impact when they left Impact. But hey, as long as he's happy. Yeah. Well, uh, it's good for him for trying to be a single star, you know what I mean? Finn Juice, uh, a.k.a. David Finley and Juice Robinson, defeated the Good Brothers to retain their Impact World Tag titles. I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying that Paul Heyman was right about them, that they're mid as hell. Who, Good Brothers? Yeah, like, I, I'm trying to think. When did the show hit? Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, I woke up and I saw them trending on Twitter and everybody was saying the same thing. I'm like, ouch. <laughs> I think they were... When I saw them in Japan, they were solid. Mostly Carl Anderson, oh. though. Um, yeah. Gallows is Gallows, right? He's a, he's, a, he's a fairly good big man. He's he's an all right big man. But yeah, they were they were, they were were pretty solid in Japan. Um, do you think it's a... Do you think that's another case of, you know, them coming from Japan and being highly successful and then coming to the States and people not knowing how to use them yeah yeah it could be but like i think wwe kind of used them wrong in spots like they had spurts where they were like pretty good like around wrestlemania 33 i thought they were at their peak like when they linked up with finn for like that two weeks they linked up with finn (laughs) was it only two weeks real it was yeah it was like less yeah it was short as fuck for whatever reason i don't know why because that was probably the best position for them because yeah, all, obviously all three of them have chemistry and Finn showed yeah. some personality. Yeah, Finn looked like he was genuinely happy. Like he, when he was on main roster, he was smiling all the damn time. He was smiling too much for my tape. But yeah. then again, um, he actually looked like he was genuinely happy for those two weeks or so. Shit, it might've been less than that. It is wrong. Yeah, that. I think it was like, I think it was about two, three weeks. Cause I remember, I still remember when Finn, they came out because this is when Jason Jordan came uh was you know they were doing the Kurt Sun storyline and he was teaming with Seth and then Finn came out <laughs> and was talking about he said something along the lines where we were running Japan or whatever before you even knew who your dad was or some shit that shit was hilarious like, <laughs> that was a well that was a bar <laughs> that was a whole bar Finn had I was like yes and you know just like how they did with FTRKO when something's good they break it up yeah, I do remember watching those Raws from the gym because I remember that was my gym time back in the day. And when they were with AJ, they were pretty solid when they were with AJ. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of just, they were serious at first and then they kind of like fizzled out and AJ was still more or less serious, but they kind of became more goofy and then they let them, I mean, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know if Impact's doing, I don't watch Impact, so I don't know if they're doing much with them either. I know AEW ain't really doing too much with them, so. I know they appear on the show and help them, um, you know, Kenny and Omega, or, uh, Kenny and uh, the Young Bucks beat down everybody. Like, I always saw them, I was thinking, like, later in their careers, I'm like, y'all could have made them New Age APA. Really? Mm-hmm. Just have yeah. them be two dudes sitting in the back, chilling, doing whatever the fuck, and then have people pay them to beat people up. <laughs> like, that's, you could easily have, like, Miz or any other fucking heel come through and be like, hey, Gallows and Anderson, I need some tag team partners tonight for a match against, I don't know, New Day or something. But nobody likes Miz. Just have it be like, nobody likes Miz. So he can't find no tag team partners against New Day. Then he runs into Gallows and Anderson. And he's just like, hey, uh, can you guys tag with me? And then Gallows just be, and then Anderson just be like, yeah, you got the money. <laughs> like, you know what the deal is. <laughs> Come up out that grip, partner. We know you on that reality show. We know you making some good money. So you know our fee. Pay us and we'll be your tag team partners. And then you can even have him have him kind of be like comedic heels where it's like they <laughs> like they're tagging with Miz, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't break up any pins. Cause Miz didn't pay them enough to pick up pins. <laughs> it's like, look, we out here. Like, if you tag us in, if you tag us in, we'll fight. But you didn't pay us enough for to break up pins. You just so, paid us to stand here, pretty much. <laughs> you paid us to stand here and work when we get tagged in. But you didn't pay. Us, did. you, you didn't pay the the help fee. You didn't pay the extra help fee. And then when you go to when you do a backstage segment, Miz is talking to him like, "Why did y'all help? Why don't y'all help?" Well, here's a list of our fees. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so great. Like, here's our you, you didn't pay yeah. enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> to stand out there is 25 grand. To interfere, that's another 45. <laughs> if you want us to actually help you win, that's 100. <laughs> that's, a, that's 100K. Wait, wait. Before you say 100K, have a mask. You mean $100? No, 100K. Oh my gosh. And then if they yeah. win the titles, they gotta pay. You gotta pay championship fees. It's like we're the yep. champs now, man. We got a little bit more expensive. And then if you want them to help you keep the title, that's another five hundred k. Like they just show them a list and they put it on a thing and they point them out, like with a little pointer thing, like, hey, this is this much, this is that much. Get Dana Brooke to be the secretary later or some shit like that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Wasn't she, yeah. she somebody's sec- secretary at one point? Titus O'Neil. Yep. Uh, that stable that did shit for Apollo. <laughs> that's who yeah. Apollo. That's who Apollo should have turned Nigerian on with Titus ass. <laughs> Titus ain't done for him. Oh, dude, that shit was horrible, bro. The only person Titus worldwide helped out for the most part. I don't even know if it even helped out Tozawa because I think he won the cruiserweight title after he left. <laughs> oh yeah, he was in Titus worldwide. Why was that a thing? Oh my god, I don't know. Titus as a manager doesn't work because he's taller than literally everybody he manages. Pretty much. <laughs> He, I forgot he was trying to manage somebody and everybody was saying like, bro, this ain't gonna work. You way too tall. Like <laughs> It had to be Tozawa. Oh, Deanna Perrazzo defended her, uh, retained her knockouts title against Danielle Dashwood, the former Dashwood. Emma. Yeah, the former Emma. Oh, Emma. One day we'll talk about how they wasted her, but... Raw is a black hole for potential. <laughs> it really is. Uh, unless you, unless like, it, it's amazing that Drew has gotten the push that he's got. Probably because Vince always liked him. Yeah, like that could have went terrible for him. It's not mm-hmm. going too great now, but you know. Uh, and then the big match, the title versus title match, AEW champion 
Kenny Omega defeated Impact World Champion Rich Swan. So now Kenny is a triple champion. He has the and AEW he's World still Title. Not better, and he's still not better than AJ Styles. Not better than Okada. And he's, <laughs> um, and he's the AEW World Champion, the Impact World Champion, and still the AAA Mega Champion. He can win nine more titles, and he still won't be better than AJ Styles. This is not a shame. Won't be better than Ultimo Dragon either. Nope. You know, <laughs> Yo. that's just, he's just copping right now, bro. He's just trying to fill his ego. Yeah, just, just, so a, just a nitpick. Y'all can tell me if I'm wrong. So, I, I don't watch him. Neither so do we. There's, but go ahead. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> they, so they don't. They don't have another top heel that Don Callis could have strapped himself with. Because don't you think it's like counterproductive for him to be back in the AEW guy when he owns TNA and the AEW guy just beat one of his people? Like, oh, yeah. It's, more- it's, it's totally dumb, but he's friends with Kenny. So, but I think the top heel they had... I don't even know who it is because, uh, like, like if he said, we don't watch Impact. I want to say Eric Young is top heel, but it could be it could it could be Moose, maybe. Yeah, like how I don't come, know who the top heel? Like, why wouldn't you back your own man? That's like if forgive me for mentioning this. That's like if Vince were to back the WCW guy during the invasion. Well, like uh, I think like someone, it, uh... I think I, I heard somewhere or read somewhere somebody was complaining. It was like really only i think it was like only eddie edwards and moose came out for the title versus title match no one else in impact was backing swan for this match only eddie edwards not even tommy dreamer the person he beat before it might have been tommy dreamer i know it was eddie edwards and somebody else came out to back swan eddie edwards is like a watered down version of tommy dreamer so i'm like why would you why like nobody else i guess nobody else in the company cares (laughs) like just like "Eh." it it doesn't it just doesn't make sense like like they would Mm -hmm. say out in belton that ain't it chief like, that ain't it. You're right. Like, that you, ain't the wave. Like I'm just like I, you're you're burying your own company in a way. Like why wouldn't you back your own? Never mind. Let me stop making. I, but then, but I know. But you know what their logic is, and I guess I'm gonna be in perspective of Don Callis. Well, they're giving us more numbers. Blah blah blah. You know. But that still doesn't weigh it out. Yeah, like I said, I mean, if, if he's actually getting more it. numbers off this, this is the biggest finesse I've ever seen for something that yeah. means nothing. Probably he's so. burying its own company still. And how is, Probably, he making, how is he getting more numbers if it does making the company look worse? Probably the biggest finesse job since the whole Ring of Honor all-out situation. Oh, God. For oh. Ring of Honor. Speaking of Ring of Honor real fast, I think their partnership with CMLL ended. Yes, yeah. it did. I... <clears throat> I was reading it, the little uh, farewell adios address they did. To yep, the-, the working relationship between Ring of Honor and CMLL has come to an end, which is wild because they've been working together since 2016. No minute, and then, geez, so who do they have on the roster now? Because I know they def- the that roster for Mexico definitely helped out the ROH roster. Well, yeah, because they got Dragon Lee, they got Roosh out of that, they got... Uh- they had a lot of good talent, mm-hmm. man. Those I mean, guys well, could go. Well, Roosh had already left CML long before then anyway, so he's staying. I'm sure Dragon Lee is, too. According uh, to you think, uh, go ahead. You think guys like Samoa Joe and, like, uh, Andrade will make their ways, like, ROH and Impact? Joe... Joe apparently is going to be a slam anniversary. He was in the advertising. Shoot, Joe and Chelsea. Joe. Oh, okay. Are, yeah. is Joe he? and Chelsea were. Because they did that for like, what was it? 
last year's Slammiversary when WWE made all them big cuts that year and they were showing all these different people like, who's going to come to Impact? Then had like yeah, fucking hey. Rusev on there and I'm like, Rusev ain't going over there. And they just had all these people that, you had a people that probably would show, because I think the person, the surprise person was the Good Brothers and Eric Young. Those were the surprises mm-hmm. out of like the 50 people they advertised. So I'm, yeah. I could see Joe and Chelsea coming back. I'm just saying, they've done this before. With, yeah, I don't um, see... I just don't see them being there like full time. Yeah, Joe. Him, uh, right. Yeah. Joe at this part in his career, he can pretty much go anywhere. It wouldn't matter. That's yeah, what I'm saying. But, ROH too. But like, if he the, goes to ROH, like, really, would anyone complain about him being in ROH? That's not the thing, though. The problem with it with Joe, right, is would you have him come in as a wrestler? That's true because he can do a lot of things now. No, it's not uh, even that. It's the fact that what really hampered his WWE career aside from bad booking. Was he, injuries. I, yeah, I read somewhere he couldn't get cleared. Yeah, so it's like, with, huh. yeah, huh. With, that's why he was sitting at the commentary desk anyway, because yeah, could he couldn't get cleared, and um, so that's the risk you run. It's like, yes, Joe is a name, and obviously Joe will bring eyes to your product, but at the same time, it's like, how long do you really have him in ring mm-hmm. if he, you're you know, right, you're if right, it's another injury or something. Unless unless you give him a Brock Lesnar type schedule, that's the only way that's yeah. gonna work. Or maybe like, do you think if they give him like a farewell tour and he just does a little territory run and says goodbye and then, you know? Well, since there's really not really territories anymore, the only places he could do that would be like Impact and then ROH and then- Yeah. Well, that's, that's, what, that's what I mean by <laughs> those like, are the, those those are the, the only Those are literally the only two places he could do it in. He could do it in ROH mm-hmm. and then he could do it in Impact and then that'd be it. That's it. He was in New Japan, was it? Yeah, no. He no, wasn't. he was like in yeah. he was like in Noah or something. But that's what I'm saying. That would be good for his body, though, if he only does like two promotions and does a tour. But like, Robert, maybe, there's still like, a, a pandemic. Why would he want to travel to Japan? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like, like I said, Joe could go pretty much anywhere. He, Joe could sit on his ass and be fine. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. made an. I'm, he's made more than enough money. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If, honestly, if he just retires, honestly, right now, I wouldn't complain either. Yeah. And also, there's a there's a factor that people tend to leave out is he's got a 90 day non compete clause. So that too. They. Mm. I mean, and within within that time frame, they could change their mind and bring him back to the company. You you never know. I'm trying to think. They did that with somebody. They let him go and they brought him right back. There were a few people they furloughed and yeah. they brought them back, like Hurricane oh, Helms. Yeah. Like Hurricane Helms got yeah. furloughed. They brought him back. They brought Billy Kidman back. They uh mm-hmm. like he can't do anything until July 14th. So that's Man, they they really need help with commentators and talkers. They need Joe back. Yeah, I heard uh I not think let, yeah. yeah, Twitter is not letting up off his neck. <laughs> Bro, I heard he's not that good. Like it's getting hey, what did you say, Rika, in the group chat that it's Mike Averly level? Yeah, somebody on Twitter last night, the funniest one I saw was Ad, I don't, Vert, yeah, I have a hard name, so I'm not even going to try to say his name, but anyway, um, Vert, Vert makes Mike Adamly sound like Bobby Heenan, I'm like, oh, if it's that bad, because bro, I I remember Mike Adamly, because I I remember that was pretty bad. I know it's unpopular to do, but in his defense, they did just kind of throw him out there on a the flagship show. Yeah, they that's, what, him that's what that's what Cornette was saying that mm-hmm. they don't have they didn't put him on like main event or something like that where like, he could, you know learn and grow or even NXT. You could have put him on two hundred five live and let him do that. That way he's exactly working down there and you know I think Tom Phillips helps 
producer guys down there. So it would have got him some experience and would have prepped him for the WWE experience. But it's like, man, you put this guy on a live show on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> like, it's... Can you imagine if he was in the live, live crowd? He'd probably crack even more and sound worse. Yeah, you know I just, what I mean? I'm just sick of all the commentary team shakeups. And, yeah. I am too. They it's really so inconsistent. You can't even stick. Just like, oh, so-and-so's on Ron. I'm like, because oh. I, I remember I remember when we were growing up, the commentary teams like stuck for yeah. years. A really long time. You had, yeah. It was Jim Ross King, it was and, King and JR on Ross. Sometimes they'd have a third, but mostly it'd just be them. And then on SmackDown, it was Taz and Cole. Boom. Yeah. It's like you keep on switching up the announced teams it kind of throws a viewer off. Like, you know, you become, you can switch the roster up as much as you want, but to me, switching up commentary teams is like overboard. It's just as bad, yeah. You know, you don't have to switch them up because people are used to a certain soundtrack when they're watching each show. When you switch the announcers up, it's like, okay, you gotta get adjusted to how this person does commentary. Like they don't, (laughs) like, they switch up NXT commentary teams, but they don't do it often. Yeah, it, it ain't that often. And in NXT, it's normally a case where Somebody okay, Mars yeah. Yeah, Maranello contract expired. So they put Vic Joseph right there. And I think Vic's um, fine. Uh, yeah, I like, I like Vic. Vic. Yeah, I, I don't like Vic. It was like, oh, I don't like Vic. I'm like, I think Vic's fine. How do people sounds, not like Vic? I don't know. Some people don't like Vic. I know some people don't like Tom Phillips because he's baby Cole, but I, I like Tom Phillips. I just don't like when they put Tom Phillips and Byron Saxon on the same team together. They sound so much alike. They really yeah. do. And I, look, I'm sure Byron's a nice guy, but get fucking Byron off commentary. Yeah, he's too much. It's, he just so, he's so. WCW. He's so awkward black. Like Rike, like Rike knows what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, I, I, I like, don't know. He's he's <laughs> he's he's that uh. This he's is not like, is it like Carlton. Can I just make a guess? Is, is that like Carlton, like from French? Yeah, Prince? like but uh, like he's more cringeworthy. Trying, yeah, like he's not obviously Byron's not trying to be street or anything like that or like hood or anything okay, like that. Yeah. You can tell like that's actually how Byron is in real life. Yeah, but it's just like he's just so awkward. You can tell he's like. <laughs> you can tell he's a dude that probably got made fun of a lot. Like mm-hmm. maybe in school or whatever. Yeah. But, right. And I like his suits kill me too. He looked like he looked like he just stole somebody's grandma's curtains and put I them was on just him. about to say he really do like his grandma. <laughs> he really do look like his grandma be dressing him, bro. <laughs> but uh I I I know exactly what Marcel means, but I'm just like you see, Byron is from the burbs, just like me and Marcel are like kind of in that same category, but me and Marcel ain't cringeworthy. Right. It's like every right, time he right. talks, Every time he talks, I'm like, don't say that. Don't say that. Ah, you fucking said it. Like but, when, like, uh, I felt like the time Brian shut him down, I felt so bad oh, for him. He just, I, felt so ba- I felt so bad for Byron. I'm like, Brian, why are you doing this? You know, they feed him this bullshit in the headset. I forgot Brian. what he said, but it pissed me off too. He, he pretty much He's called, like, I think he called, no, he, he asked Byron, Brian something like, what, what? Do you think, I think it was like in Britain, to Shane, something with Shane, because this is right when Brian and Shane were starting to have problems. And then he said something like, you don't think it's wrong that you're defying the 
the the company or the door the your boss or whatever the fuck he said something along those lines and brian was just don't like, you think it's wrong that i got a concussion or something like it was something along those lines and i'm like and brian pretty much just said so he pretty much just called byron a stooge on live tv he's yeah. like so pretty much you just listen to whatever they tell you with no questions asked or whatever the fuck he said and i was just god damn yeah uh, i was it was one of those moments where I say, okay, this is why I love Brian, because I was thinking the same thing. I felt bad for Byron because he's probably in a position yeah. he's probably in a position where he needs a job. You know, it's not like JBL where JBL could say what he wants. He don't have to be a drone for them. He can go off and do something else. He don't need the job. Booker T the same way. So they're not as programmed where he's Byron Saxon probably needs a job. So he's like Ah, Vince wants me to say this. It's gonna make me look dumb, and it's probably gonna piss him off. But I gotta say it anyway. It's the worst spot to be in. Like when, like when Todd Grisham mentioned that John Morrison wrote poetry or something. Oh yeah. And then Vince told him to stop talking, but it was just like, but it was on the website. (laughs) Yeah, I I remember that story exactly. Like Jim Ross said, he was sitting there and (laughs) and Vince just patched into their headset, and Vince goes, "Is he talking about poetry?" There's a goddamn match going on, and he's talking about fucking poetry. From here on out, Todd, don't say anything. So, probably <laughs> quiet the entire time. So, uh, at some point, I guess they went to commercial, and they were about to come back, and Todd was like, hey, boss, you want me to start talking? No. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so, I guess Morrison's match ended, and finally, Vince patches in and goes, what the hell are you doing? Talk, damn it! <laughs> like Jim Ross was just doing the call by himself, and so Vince was just like, "What are you doing? Talk!" Like, bitch, you just told the guy to shut up. And then when he asked, then when he asked you, you said no. <laughs> Poor guy. That's that's old... He needed to be out of there. He probably got traumatized. I could. I don't know if I could do commentary for WWE because I'm just like no. some of the shit that comes through those headsets. It's like, how the hell do you not laugh? Like, and, and I would Taz, play a character and be like, Vince, I'm not going to say that. That sounds fucking stupid. That's not kind of what Taz used to like, Whoops. You wouldn't do that. Oh, yeah, would. <laughs> You'd be on your ass that night. <laughs> like, but <laughs> Taz said, uh, <laughs> Taz said sometimes he would just straight up ignore Vince in his headset. <laughs> and then Vince would just be yelling at him to say something. Like, he'd still be talking, right? But Vince wanted to plug other stuff, but he'd just ignore it. And then Vince would just be yelling to say, tell him to say it, and Taz would say it. And then when they go to commercial or something, Taz would be like, oh, I'm sorry, boss, I didn't hear you. The headset was messing up. Oh, man. Hey, hey. Vince, Vince is like, Vince is probably thinking, that's bullshit. My headsets never mess up. The only time I had a, only time Vince probably had a fucked up headset was during that rain delay when Byron Saxon's headset got messed up. And that was just a pure act of the universe. The universe had not wore Byron Saxon on commentary that goddamn. <laughs> like, Vince, like, that's just funny as well. Like, Vince, uh, that, that's hilarious. Oh, wait, before we go further, I got, Robert's gonna hate this story. But, oh, God. It was when Jim Ross was on Talent Relations and they were doing a creative meeting. They were going over SmackDown and they started talking about Raven and Vince just paused and goes, who the fuck hired Raven? (laughs) (laughs) He has, I think he has beef because you know he used to be in WWF before, right? As Scotty Flamingo or wherever the fuck it was. He used to manager, uh, the Mounties and all that stuff. 
And I yeah. think he was part of the booking for a little bit. Mm-mm. And I think he rubbed people the wrong way, including Vince. And ever since then, I don't think Vince liked him. So. He, wasn't, he wasn't part of no fucking booking. They almost wanted him to come back and do color, though. Bruce Pritchard said that he was one of the guys that wanted to... They he were, wasn't in booking? No, he wasn't in no damn booking. But um, Back in was, the 90s with Patterson and Vince? Yeah. Fuck no. Booking yeah. back then... Booking back then was Vince... Pat Patterson, Bruce Pritchard. Then eventually Pat got phased out and they put in Jim Cornette. Then they put on Vince Russo. And maybe I'm thinking that he was like in charge of the magazines or some shit. Nah, you heard him say he was part of booking, so you thought he was part of booking. That's (laughs) like Tommy Dreamer saying like Tommy Dreamer saying, Yeah, in two thousand two I was gonna feud with Triple H. Or he said I was in. He also said like in 2002 he was also part of fucking bookie memes or some shit. I'm like Tommy Dreamer, you were not part of no goddamn bookie memes. Uh, I'm sorry, it's just so laughable. Can you imagine SummerSlam 2002 main event? Tommy Dreamer versus Triple H for the world I mean, title. Tommy Dreamer is no Cactus Jack. <laughs> but uh, this this will be the last story we talk on this segment. Uh, Rike brought up earlier former, not former, he's still there WWE referee Drake Wirtz was suspended earlier and had his responsibilities reduced uh, mostly because he was, well most recently on Wednesday on a video, he was on a video like conference call at the Seminole County Board of County Commissioners, Seminole County in Florida, and was talking about how, uh, about conspiracy theories involving child sex trafficking and COVID-19 masks and how you know the mass mandate is bad and this that and the other what? also obviously there's that thing earlier in the year when he was part of that damn QAnon uh the fucking QAnon website what posting random stupid shit conspiracy theory type shit yeah and he was uh it says according to Fightful he was replaced as head referee by Daryl Sharma who was like the the Indian ref that they got and he was passed on for the role as match timer NXT in favor of Scott Armstrong. It was noted that Wurtz was initially considered for the timing job, but ultimately was not offered the backup timing job either. According to report, D.A. Brewer, I think that's one of the black refs, is now in that role, which occasionally leads to timing matches for 205 Live. Uh, and he was also formally or informally suspended earlier this year and wasn't allowed in the CWC for a short period of time. Several people with notable positions in the company were horrified. What they read in an article posted last year by David Bigspan on about Wurtz. Things were made worse by the video that surfaced on Wednesday and it was explained that many people in the NXT that spoke with Fightful expressed that they were surprised that he was still there, but thought that his radical release might actually be preventing him from getting fired. Which... I could totally see that because Jackson Riker still has a job despite all the dumb shit he's... It was noted that we're told that once it's... Wirtz told was that once the suspension was lifted, that was my for me say, he returned to CWC, Wirtz appeared to be more restrained and didn't show some of the behavior that got him substantial heat with people at the PC. Is he on meth? <laughs> That's what you got from all that. That's only, yeah. a, question. That's only a question he can answer. <laughs> well, um, he's over here talking about conspiracies and completely banned from the PC center. Like that doesn't sound yeah. like that's he's a also, conspiracy theorist. He's also a proud boy. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, why does he still have a job? Like they fired Lars, Lars Sullivan, and you know why are they not getting rid of the other jackasses? Why does he still have a job? Because he's mm. a proud boy. 
Look, Vince is a. Uh, I don't. I don't think Vince McMahon is a racist by any means. A little bit uh stereotyping. I don't think he a racist, but come on, that man a whole Republican. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So even if he might not <laughs> agree with some of the more racist views that these guys got, at least the they towing the party line for the most part. So they'll probably be. So he's like, hey, just don't say that shit no more, and we'll keep you around. Yeah, it's like um. I think last year during Takeover in Your House, somebody was questioning Black Lives Matter and Shawn Michaels came to defense of it. Yeah, I heard about that. Like, I heard Shawn went off on somebody that yeah. was talking reckless about Black Lives Matter. Like, and Shawn straightened them out quick. Yeah, that's what I heard happen. Which sounds like save Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I know, I say save Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Because 90s Shawn would have been like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, like <laughs> save Shawn Michaels was like, nah, fuck all that bullshit. You, I don't know what Am I... Am I fucking going over? <laughs> Where's the drugs? Where's the pills? Where are the drugs going in my mouth? Like, <laughs> <laughs> where's the, where's the spot where I super kick you? Oh God! Where's Vader? That fat fuck. <laughs> oh poor Vader! Oh poor Vader! I'm a, piece of, I'm a fat piece of shit. Oh man! What's crazy? What's crazy is Vader could literally he literally could have beat Sean's ass. He could have murdered Sean. He could have murdered Sean Michaels. He was way too nice. He could have murdered that man. Some people are wondering to this day why he didn't. So Money. Money. Probably. Money. He probably figured he's like, well, I don't have to lay hands on him. He got stomped out by a bunch of Marine motherfuckers. Facts. So that was a, that was around the ring. <laughs> so Robert, yeah. got a, Robert got a hood ass household. Robert need a Robert need to get stack his money up, get him a multi bedroom place, and then find a space where he can record by himself. I'm sorry, there's an eight year old running around in here. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you, you she was man. talking to me. I know she was. You, I'm just you, saying. You need to do what Marcel's dad did: build a man cave on the outside of the house. Facts. Get you a get you one of them little shacks or some shit, and just make it your own little area. That oh, always dude. cracked me up. I was like, your dad didn't pick a room in the house. He was like, yo, let's just build this other part. <laughs> he no, did that. No, He's honestly... done that. At, he did that at this house too. He got a man cave. <laughs> what? And my mom be in that bitch all the time. So huh? <laughs> she was in it when I called her earlier. He in the house. <laughs> like, so I was like, I don't know. That, that cracked worry. me up. I was like, Marcel's dad is goals. I would have. <laughs> no, no, no exactly. That's my goal too. I want my own shed. <laughs> My own shed in the backyard to be my man cave. I think I told him that that day I was helping y'all move furniture, and then I was like, I want to be like you when I grow up. Yeah, my dad's house, get an extra little building built on the on the back of it, call that shit my man cave. Ain't gonna fuck with nobody, nobody fuck with you. Exactly, you can lock the you door have, and be in your whole world. Have my own little computer going on, have my own little um, everything, you know? <clears throat> About to look at these notes real quick. Yeah, so, yeah, so what what, we got? what's in the, we got um let's get rid of the firings because a lot of people got fired. Yeah, it was about uh it was about eleven people. Eleven people. I was of. really surprised about like about three or four of them. I was only surprised about like three. No, um, four. It was four. It was yeah. Four of them too, yeah. So Let's go down the list and we'll talk about the ones that we were most surprised about. Obviously, for the ones that needed to get fired, deserve to get fired, we all know who they are. All right. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about that. Well, somebody got a whole list. Somebody got a whole list. Okay. Uh, Updated list. 
Uh, this happened about two weeks ago at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, WWE let go 11, I think it was about 11 wrestlers. They are, well, they were Billy Kay, Samoa Joe, Bo Dallas, Kalisto, Wesley Blake, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Peyton Royce, and Mojo Raleigh. Mm-hmm. I just want to say I love karma. That's all I want to say about one. How was that karma? That you're blocking me. You ain't nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. There's one thing you gotta learn in Robert. There's one thing you need to learn in this life. You are not (laughs) special. (laughs) You are no more special than anybody else in this world. I I think it's just uncalled for that you you block someone for no reason. Can you imagine them sitting in the boardroom at Stanford talking about like, who are we gonna let go? Let's fire Chelsea. What are we gonna get rid of Chelsea for? Well, she blocked this dude from Alamogordo, New Mexico. Looks <laughs> like this one random guy on Twitter that was probably drunk at that high. Didn't deserve it. That was probably drunk at high, messaging her terrible a things. Normal anyway. day off, right? I was just having a normal day off, and then she blocks me. You don't even remember what you did. I, exactly. It should have been that. If I remembered it. It should have been like, okay, I get why she blocked me. Where's but... Alex? I'm sure he knows. Let's <laughs> call Alex on got, here. We gotta call him on him. here and ask him. Can we know. let's call him real fast? <laughs> no, no, no. We no, need no. to know. He's probably busy. Not, I know, stuff. I know. Oh, I don't want him to do that. But like, just call him up and be like, what did Robert do? Because I know you. I just, I'm just happy that we're recording this because I really wish we did it on the original day we were going to record because it was more closer to the firing dates. I told y'all before we got off the air, I had a cake ready. I had a little hat. I had some graffiti. It was gonna be a whole nine yards, bro. And I was just that happy that she got let go. Oh why? Well, we'll start with her since she's so fired up about I it. I just, I just hope Robert doesn't get fired for, for this, because you know the universe, you know the universe is listening. The universe comes back around. Oh, uh, but we can start with Chelsea since we're on her subject. I, I was disappointed, but not surprised they let her go. I say disappointed because she's fairly solid. I saw her work at Impact. Um, She's fairly solid in the ring. She's a decent talker. Really, why they let her go, I believe, is because of her injuries. Yeah, Yeah, she was injury prone. She couldn't hang. She She couldn't cut the mustard. Show ass. She got... (laughs) What? I think she got hurt. uh, What was it? Her second NXT match she got hurt? Like her first NXT? No. Was it her first match? She actually got called up to the main roster. She had a match on SmackDown. Got hurt. That yeah, was but, it. Yeah, but she also got hurt in NXT in her first match. Oh, yeah, she did. She got hurt in NXT. Then she was gone for like ever. <laughs> then she came back, maybe had like one more NXT match. And then they called her up. Then she got hurt in her first match on SmackDown. So they just said, fuck it. I just remember she did good that one match and all out. That was it. Against Britt Baker? No, that was a Fatal 4 No, that was a Fatal 4-Way match. And I was surprised. I was like, oh, all four of these girls are hitting on all cylinders right now, including Chelsea Green. Who didn't still block me, by the way? But I can't deny talent when I see it. You just did a few minutes ago. <laughs> well, she, she couldn't. I mean, it was just one match. You know what I mean? Robert's consistent. Robert's gonna hold Chelsea Green blocking him, just like Montreal holds the Montreal Screwjob against Shawn Michaels. Yes, I got screwed over. All right, this is the biggest <laughs> conspiracy of all time, next to all the conspiracies of I don't know. Let's say. Sammy Zayn. Okay, Zayn Sammy. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's going to be your new name. Zayn Sammy. Not even yeah, Zayn Sammy. <laughs> Shut your whole ass. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. It just, I'm just saying. 
I'm I'm pretty sure she'll get signed somewhere else. It's not that big of a deal. She'll probably go Just back. Saying. To, she'll probably go back to Impact. Uh, exactly. If she'll she'll be okay. She'll probably get hurt over there too. Who knows? God damn. Her man over there though, Matt Cardona. All this. Think think, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna put this in perspective. <laughs> this man has all this vitriol against this woman because of a block on social media. For no reason. That's the that's the catch. Robert. What are you fifth? What are you fifteen? You don't get blocked for no, no reason. <sighs> just yes, no. Just just admit right. it, guys. It's okay. okay. Move it. Right, moving on. Okay. Uh, someone who I was not su- actually not surprised that they got released, but surprised it took so long. Mojo Rawley. Yeah, but Bo. <laughs> I like Bo Dallas though. No, I mean Mojo. Like Mojo contributed nothing at all yeah they, the highlight he, of his career was that tag team with Zack Ryder no 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 no. the highlight of his career was being on Wrestlemania with his buddy Gronk he, I'd say he Zach, gave him the I'd say team, Battle Royal I'd still say teaming with Zack Ryder was a better highlight <laughs> <laughs> hey the company yeah. hey I'm just I'm just saying the company is gonna bill it as that when they look back on Mojo Riley's career they're gonna talk about him teaming with Zack Ryder but then they're gonna talk about the most he got to co-host WrestleMania with Robert Gronkowski. Why the fuck would they look back on his career? <laughs> hey, hey, they do those things where it's like, where are they now? So, hey, you never know. <laughs> where, where is he now? <laughs> they, they do that. They did that. They did That's that. what Mojo Rollins doing. Hey, they did that with uh, Ted DiBiase. That's how I found out he worked for a youth club in Mississippi. Well, yeah, Ted kind of deserved it, but just like Mojo, like the highlights of Mojo's career were teaming with Zack Ryder in NXT. The Hype Bros were a decent tag team, but that's nah. almost exclusively because of Ryder. Yeah. Uh, that WrestleMania thing, and then that one character shift they gave him when he had blue jizz on his face. Like, those are the only highlights of his career. It's like, where are they now? Who gives a fuck edition? Mojo Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Like, actually, yeah, actually, I mean, even, I'm pretty sure it's a fuck addition. It's just who gives a fuck? Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure people cared about Gene Snisky more than Mojo Raleigh. At least Gene Snisky actually did. Well, Gene Snisky holds a title for one of the best punts in pro wrestling history. Over here, kicking babies and shit. Kicking fake babies and shit. Kicking fake babies and shit. It wasn't his fault. Right? It wasn't his fault. I saw that kick. I was like, holy shit, that was actually good. Should have been in the NFL with that shit. <laughs> For I real. Know, right? you, you in the wrong line of work. <laughs> Definitely. Pat McAfee would have smiled at that. Oh, yeah, he's on commentary now. So we were like, why is Pat McAfee on commentary now? I'm like, Fine. They got rid of Joe. That's exactly why. The best because heel in the Because SmackDown needs no legitimate wrestlers talking about actual wrestling. Right. The best heel in the company is on commentary. Uh, um, next person will... Uh, I'm just bouncing around here. Tucker. Tucky. Not surprised. Not surprised at all. He he needs to go on a little slim, fast diet. He needs uh, a little in better shape diet. than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. Now you're lying. Now I know you're lying. I'm in way better shape than Tucker. No, you lying to yourself. <laughs> I would definitely go a solid 15 minutes in bed, right? That's I highly, I highly doubt that. Tucker's in ring shape, and being in ring shape is another level of being in shape. Facts. <laughs> it didn't look like he was in ring shape last time I saw him. It looked like he could barely get over the top rope. You what could probably barely about? roll. 
You could probably barely roll out of bed. You <laughs> talking about you could barely get over the top. <laughs> I didn't think I could last 15 minutes in bed. He's Laying like, there, I guess. Robert would be like, hey, babe, come help me get out this car. <laughs> mm, how's that truth taste? <laughs> That's why he coughing. He's like, I just like, it out. His body, his body can't handle the truth. <laughs> Impossible. I've seen, I've seen out of shape dykes. They're more shaped than Tucker, right? Ooh, what a burn! I thought to to, Are you including gonna yourself to... in that category? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, My face hurts. <laughs> I hate you guys. Why do you guys drag me into this? Why do you drag yourself into you this? Yourself? I didn't drag you guys just got to say go. Tucker, he's in shape. Why couldn't you guys disagree with me? Because you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not wrong. That's what I'm saying. You're wrong about Chelsea Green. You're wrong about Tucker. Oh, I'm not wrong about Chelsea Green. She deserves talking it. About, talking about Tucker's not in shape. It's like he is in ring shape. Yo, real quick, since we're talking about Tucker, we mentioned Chelsea Green. Can we mention how, can we talk about for a second or at least mention how fucked up it was that WWE wanted to use Zack Ryder's pool to film Otis and Mandy shit after they fired him? <laughs> hey, we don't want you working for us no more, but you got a badass pool, bro. <laughs> Let me use that pool. Out of, I'm sure there are plenty of other active WWE wrestlers that have a pool in their backyard. In fact, I'm pretty sure Randy does. <laughs> and they said, nah, let's call up Zack Ryder Chelsea. That's can a, you get Zack to let us use his pool? That's some ex-girlfriend shit. I know we ain't together no more, but can I come to your house and use your wash machine? Can I use your Wi-Fi? <laughs> I ain't gonna come in your house. I'm just gonna park outside and use your Wi-Fi. I said, why you do that boys act like that? I'd be mad as fuck. I'm like, don't you ever come to my door with this bullshit ever again. Whew. Uh, yeah, Tucker, it, it's kind of sad because they did the whole they broke up thing and then Tucker, you know what the funniest thing about it is? They broke up, right? Tucker cost Otis the money in the bank. So mad about that. And, that I, don't, so and I don't think they ever had a match. Nope. <laughs> like, they never followed up with it. Yeah, Tucker got moved to Raw during the draft because the draft was like right after this. So Tucker got moved to Raw after the draft. And then he lost to Ricochet in like 20 seconds on Raw. <laughs> Speaking of Ricochet, they can- Why did he get fired? Fuck you. Like, what'd you say? <laughs> he, he, dude, he's doing nothing. He gonna do worse if he go anywhere else. <laughs> Well, okay, if he really Except goes maybe Japan. to Japan. Except I was just about Japan. to say Japan. Exactly. Where else would he go? This man cut a whole promo about his match with Ali on main event. Like, that man is doing the Lord's work right now. That man deserves a job. Oh, he did? He's doing... Yeah, he... um, Him and Ali are supposed to have a match on main event. He, like, oh, yeah, cut a... Are. He cut a minute... Oh, 30 wait, this main event? Yeah. yeah. And Ali well, I'm was like, main event now. and Ali said it's gonna be the best match all week, and I'm like, it might be. It Ali, honestly might, yeah. Ali hit him with a bar though. He said, "Great, you found your voice. This Thursday, I'm gonna silence it." I was like, "Mustafa with the bars, that boy spicy." Why don't you How hear can that? How you man? say yes? Why can't he say that shit live on Raw? You know, but what I mean? you like, got you got fucking T God and goddamn Mace still using those <laughs> dumbass names on Raw with jizz paint on their face. Like, what the- 
<laughs> you gotta love the bookies. Somebody put on Facebook. I don't know if they were trolling or what. They were like, man, somebody told me some. Somebody told me there there was this fine girl on Raw now, and it was. Nice. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> 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 so they were like, I was mad as fuck. <laughs> oh hell no, bro. Poor them. They literally joined. They literally turned hey. on the heel to on be the, with the heel to stay on the heels. bright side. On the bright side, they beat Drew and Braun two weeks in a row. And then Braun Strowman's a heel. Why is Braun Strowman a heel? This doesn't make any sense. Hey, Braun being a heel is actually better for him. He was never but a bitch when he was a babyface. Uh, he was a heel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think he's a bitch in general now. I don't care about Braun Strowman. They really nobody, did. Nobody every, did every, this. every time he fought Brock, he got he got no mother's floor with him. No, it was weird because every time they had a match, Brock would beat him, right? Yeah. But the buildup, Braun is always beating his ass. And beating the his build- ass good. For real. Yeah, every that. all the buildups, Braun was beating the fuck out of Brock. But when it was match time, I don't know what the fuck happened. All his know. all his steez was just magically gone. The funniest thing oh. was um, <laughs> the funniest thing I saw was when he I don't know, that shit was so confusing. I can't even remember how it went, but he came down mentioned cashing in the briefcase but he just stood there the whole man oh yeah yeah he was like when it, what what the fuck he say whenever brock lesnar shows up i'm gonna cash in my money in the bank brock showed up three times this motherfucker didn't cash in not once the, the, the but there was the picture. one time he was gonna cash in brock like what brock do kick him in the nuts and toss the briefcase no he beat him with the briefcase with one arm and then he tossed that shit i was like well this is an accurate depiction of how they feel about you it was but it was smart though, right? The way they did it was smart because this was like, I forgot what pay-per-view it was, but they knew nobody wanted to see Roman versus Brock again. <laughs> so they had Braun fake tease a cash in just so people would watch the match and not shit on it. Vince, Vince is a genius. I don't care what nobody is. Like for real, that's literally what happened. Cause he just, everybody was booing the match from the start, right? Then Braun came out and everybody started cheering because they thought he was going to cash in, but he didn't cash in. Brock beat his ass and then tossed the briefcase and he ended up beating Roman. So, <laughs> he really did that shit just to make sure everybody Somebody, somebody said um, during the- Was that not WrestleMania 34? No, that was at SummerSlam. Oh, but, uh, okay. Somebody said during this women's six-man tag on Raw that WWE plays on the internet's fears because they had Lana get so many near falls on Rhea Ripley. They really did. <laughs> hey, like, word on the street is Lana's getting better, so I don't know. That's the word on the street. I don't know what street that is because I don't live on that street. <laughs> She's doing, she doing better than her husband, I'll say that. Yeah. Well, anyone's doing better than Rusev right now. I would even say Jack Evans. Well, no, never mind. <laughs> Fucking arcade asshole rematch, and got that and Chris Bosch Lander's back, and like, I'm not even gonna get into her. Uh, let's watch that be the main event for AEW tonight. I'm gonna laugh so hard. You can laugh because I'm not watching. Oh, <laughs> um, you, know, you know I'll be watching eventually, brother. Uh, be watching eventually. Moving on from Tucker because nobody cares about him. Wesley Blake. Nobody cares about him either. Sorry, bro. They I cared the in the sense that wow, you let him and Cutler go, but fucking Jackson Riker gets to keep his job. So you gonna punish the two dudes who had nothing to do with his crazy, slight racist bullshit? That's WWE in a nutshell for you. Made no damn sense to me. This is like, what? and it's not like Riker doing anything anyway. He's fucking Elias's bouncer, whatever the. Yeah, he, he was in a. I, if I remember correctly, so they had a six-man tag, 
they didn't use John Morrison, but they used Jackson Ryder instead. I was just like, why are you wasting John Morrison? Just, you should be wasting Jackson Ryder. Who should he even be in a job with WWE right now? John Morrison needs to get away from them. John Morrison needs to get away from WWE in general. They they treated his whole entire second run like garbage. You know what? He should go to SmackDown because he was like very successful on SmackDown. Or in NXT. Honestly, yes. Yeah. Or NXT. Honestly, if he goes to NXT, that'll be fine. But honestly, just go to Japan. Go to Impact. Go back to Impact. Robert, Japan is not the land of milk and honey. Not everybody need to go there. <laughs> Him and, bro, milk bro, and honey. I, who who's the brunette? What's the uh is a brunette of the books, Matt? Yes, that's Matt Jackson. Okay, so somebody on Twitter, they got a picture of Seth Rollins, and I guess Matt came out in a leather jacket like Seth used to come out in. Oh, shit. And they said, when you order Seth Rollins on Wish, <laughs> it's got Matt Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to make you hard, man. I don't know what, what they're doing with this heel bullshit. I don't really care. But yeah, um, yeah, Japan's not the land of milk and honey, bro. Not everybody need to go over there. Well, dude, I'm just okay. If he goes to SmackDown NXT, that's those are other good options. But that's just get away from Raw. If he if he goes to SmackDown and goes face, that'll he'll be another opponent for Roman for sure, for sure. Well, everybody right now they're voting. Well, not everybody's voting, but everybody wants Cesaro and Roman for SummerSlam. Yeah, a lot of people. I have a, everybody. A lot of people. I have a I have a feeling they're gonna do Goldberg versus Roman though. I do too. Because Goldberg, not got, no, that was that was uh, no, that was Drew. That was true. Nah, uh, Goldberg's got one more match to do this year, and I'm pretty sure that's gonna be it. I <laughs> he think they're gonna died. pull the trigger on Roman he almost, and Cesaro a little early. He almost died during his damn match with fucking Drew. <laughs> like, yeah, that match is crazy. I was like, I like that match. They beat the crap out of each other. More like Drew beat the crap out of him. Yeah, <laughs> it was I just mean, like I, the I old grumpy guy trying to beat up the new. Tough drunk guy after, at the bar. It only took you. Spear. It only took you what sixteen years to figure out what to do with Goldberg, Vince. Um, after that first spear through the barricade, Drew pretty much dog walked Goldberg the rest of the night. <laughs> he really did. Um, shit. Who after else? that, we got uh, Bo Bo Dallas. Yeah, he man, he hadn't had a match on TV since what 2018. Yeah, literally, it's been yeah. like two years. Poor Apparently guy. Apparently he's doing real estate, so I wouldn't say poor guy. He's, oh okay, yeah, he's got his real estate license, so he's about to be slinging houses left and right. Yeah, that's what I heard. So that's good for him. I was just saying, I really like that believe gimmick. I really did like Bo Dallas at first. Yeah, they kind of shit on him after a while. I like this character in NXT. I just hated his matches. Really? (laughs) I hated hated, like the character was fine. I just man. All you gotta do is believe. Something about them Rotunda boys. They their characters are good, but man, when the bell rings, holy shit! Very solid. Just Eh, he's what he wants to be. Against Brian, against Seth, against Roman. Him and Randy just ain't got it together. Oh yeah, I I told my mom. Like Randy is good. Randy is good, but him and Bray just have no chemistry. They had that one good match that one time. That was it. But Vince is going to throw that match out there, just like he likes throwing Elias and Braun Strowman out there. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I don't think they ever finished that storyline with Randy Orton and The Fiend, because now Randy Orton's just randomly teaming up with Matt Riddle. So do you want that to continue? No, I'm just saying it's so stupid (laughs) that they went on for that long and they didn't fucking finish it. It's raw. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's all I can say. They had a wedding thing between Lana and Rusev and Lashley, and then it just fizzled out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's raw booking. I'm just uh, surprised they did it with Orton. That's all, I guess. Um, then the Fiend technically too, because he's kind of a draw, I guess. Yeah. But Bo, I'm like, I I forgot he was even in the company for a while. Yeah, he should have came back with the Believe gimmick, and at least they should have tried something with that again, but, you know. At one point, they were talking about putting him with Bray and Alexa, but that that didn't materialize. Uh, Uh, That didn't need more people. So after Bo, we got Kalisto. I was not surprised either about him. Yeah, but this is is the story that I think think, uh, Uncle Dave mentioned this. The Kalisto story is that he cut his own throat months back. The Lucha House Party was the idea of Lince Dorado. He figured that his idea would work to a certain degree because they'd make some merch and sell some merch money. And even if not pushed, Vince would go for it because it appealed to his idea of Mexican stereotypes, which it did, even though Lince's Puerto Rican. <laughs> like, and he was right, as Vince greenlit it. Greenlit it. Greenlit it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Grandma Talik said nothing. He's happy getting being paid more than he's ever made before, even if he's wasting his prime as far as being able to get recognized for his ability. That's more subjective, Uncle Dave. But he just goes with yeah. the flow and backed up, backed up Dorado. Over time, Kaliso grew unhappy about being part of an act where that was booked as prelim jokes. He even made a tweet about it. Kalisto kept asking out of the group and was occasionally and continually told no. But Dorado asked if he and Metalik could be a team since Kalisto wanted out anyway. So they shot the angle for the split. There was never any plans to do anything with the split and it was just to pacify Kalisto. But the other two kept being brought on TV where to lose or work main event or occasionally get a win, even if it was to be bodies to chase a 24-7 brigade while Kalisto simply with his cut. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, to go back a little bit, that is a little subjective about Grandman Kalik because although he is very good, I wouldn't say, you know, his best years and all this other shit, you know what I mean? But I've thought about it more at first. I was like, yeah, I mean, that does suck for Kalisto, right? But really, Kalisto, I mean, Lince and Grandma Talik getting pushed well i wouldn't even say pushed, but getting more tv time after that is pretty much a result of hey you weren't whining and complaining so here's some tv time mm-hmm. they he didn't want to play ball you don't want to play ball go somewhere else which i mean i totally get why he'd be frustrated i can get that 100 percent. but really it's come to the point where it's like wwe stop trying to make a new Rey mysterio you want a Sinkara yeah. to be that he fizzled out. You want a Sinkara dose? You didn't give a shit about Sinkara dose. What am I talking about? <laughs> like y'all didn't care about Sinkara dose. You wanted Kalisto to be new Ray. That didn't work. Like stop trying to make new Ray Mysterios. There's only one Ray Mysterio. There is literally only one Ray Mysterio. Even if you try and give Dominic a mask, there's only one Ray Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm trying to make new Rays. It kind of reminds me of, like the whole Sasha Bailey situation, where mm-hmm. that whole report came out that Sasha was like. Sasha and Bailey were apparently complaining after they lost at Mania to the I Iconic for the tag titles and all sort of kind of shit. And they were like laying in the locker room or whatever. But Bailey came to work. So Bailey got the title. And Sasha took her time off and did whatever the fuck she did while she was gone. But Bailey came to work. Bailey, you know, put in her time. So Bailey got rewarded. That kind of seems what the what this Lindsay Metalik stuff was a little bit, where it's like they got TV time because it's like, hey. You know, you didn't really complain. You came to work, blah, blah, blah. blah. So here's a reward. TV time. I wonder if Kaliso even just, like, tried. You know what I mean? That's, I'm like, sure he I did. But after a while, I'm sure he did. But after a while, he's probably just like, this ain't fucking going anywhere. So well, then make it go somewhere. Why that would we... be my mindset. I mean, you know? yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. But at the same time, this is also WWE we're talking about. And this is also Hispanic wrestlers we're talking about. 
<laughs> it's like yeah. well, the perfect uh, thing yeah. was like it appealed to Vince's apparently appealed the, the report said it appealed to Vince's ways of Mexican stereotypes which yeah <laughs> I mean, you think about it what were Lou Charles Bar doing running around yelling arriba and shit jumping around doing lucha where they have the little, lucha teams, the little like, whiner toy shits yeah so yep Lince said fuck it we, I'm gonna make some. Uh, at least I'm gonna make some money. Let's say a hustler. <laughs> said, this ain't going nowhere. I, we can make some money though. Yeah. So, what do you think Kalisto's gonna do then? Do you think he's just gonna chill and not just retire, and just give it up? Hang I'm up sure. Kalis- I'm sure Kalisto probably pop maybe an Impact or AEW. Like this is one thing that nobody has really mentioned about these like releases, right? It's that even if WWE was worried about AEW. Which they aren't anymore. You can tell you re- if you didn't know before, you definitely realize it when Jericho showed up on Broken Skull Sessions. They do not see AEW as competition anymore. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, that Jericho shit would never happen. But the thing that no one's really mentioned about these releases, maybe because it doesn't need to be said or they just haven't thought about it, nobody that they just released is going to move the needle anywhere. Nobody. None, None of them. them. Like the highest, maybe Mickey, but. For the most part, nobody, none of these 11 people are going to go to another company and become a damn superstar, the likes of which we have never seen before. Mm-hmm. I have a sneaky suspicion that Peyton is going to end up in the AEW and be with your boy Sean Spears. Your boy Sean Maybe. Spears? Your boy Sean Spears. Not my boy. Yeah, okay. That guy sucks. You're looking just like him right now. So, what you talking about? You egghead motherfucker. Whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, yeah, bro. hey Robert, for Father's Day, I'm just gonna buy you some clippers and I'm gonna mail them to you, bro. Change your life. Stop that, <laughs> Marcel. I'm trying to be a good friend here. He's going bald. I'm trying to help him with the process. Get them, I'm trying to help him. Yeah, I'm about to cut it again here pretty soon. I'm trying bro, to get, get some, to it. Robert, you make a decent amount of money, I assume. Just get you some for him. That shit works. Nah, fuck all that. Just get a pair of clippers and just cut that shit off. I'm gonna look up the for hims and maybe talk my girl into it because either for hims or keeps one of the two. Don't listen to Rike because he a milk dead he a milk deadheaded motherfucker. He's accepted that. You ain't gotta be like (laughs) you ain't gotta you ain't gotta live your life like that. Yes, he does. I'm telling you, it's easier to maintain no hair. Just wash it every day. Put some oil on that motherfucker. Just get on out the dough. That's all you gotta do. Look, he's yeah, already, listen, I miss he's the accept, hair. He's right? accepted this Krillin life. You ain't got to do that. Yes, he does. <laughs> like, Robert, I'm telling you. You ain't got to be like Bow that. down. Robert, bow down to a cause greater than yourself. You have options. Convert, oh, convert have to options. Convert to baldism. <laughs> Hell no. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Bobby Lashley. The greatest man in sports are bald. Do it. Triple H is bald now. Look, do it. Tiger Woods isn't bald. Like Jada Kiss is also bald. Don't go through with that. <laughs> look, look, man. Jada Kiss can spit. Okay. He can oh, spit. God, no. I don't know about. Look, he could spit. I don't know about Ooh, rapping that. later in his career, but. Well, yeah, later in his career, but back in the day, yeah, that motherfucker's <laughs> Robert, cold from that bald that ass head. head. Go ahead, go ahead, shave that head, bro. Go ahead, and do it. You know you want to. I gotta get the beard going, and maybe I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, you got, your, your head is more of an egg than mine, but you know, you can you can rock it. What? Gonna be like like fucking rowing out here. <laughs> <laughs> you can rock, you can rock it. I mean, hey, you watch Breaking Bad? Shit, if you want to, do the whole Walter White thing. Just shave it all off to keep the goatee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You're trying to get this yeah. man caught up in New Mexico from that bullshit. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, he can come to work every day and say he cosplay. Hell no. <laughs> Bring the glasses back or what? So now we get on to the bigger names, starting with, well, I won't even say bigger names, but more the more surprising names, uh, starting with the I Iconics, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Uh, dude, I'm so mad. You want my favorite tag, women's tag team don't even exist in WWE no more. I'm more mad for Billy than Peyton, but yeah, both of them being let go was a shock. I especially, was so mad. especially since Billy was on WrestleMania, like actually on the show. And Peyton was out here talking about some don't waste my time. And WWE said, okay, fuck around and find out. <laughs> right? <laughs> He's like, oh, say less. She fucked That's around and she fucked around and she found out. <laughs> That's why she's yeah. going to AEW and cut the meanest, meanest promo on WWE. Her promo yeah, wasn't that, that hot. Yeah, because that works for everybody else in AEW, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, just follow the trend. Like I said before, just fuck it. Go to AEW. Hold on. With, uh, yeah, Billy. Billy was, I thought they were doing something with Billy. So it was a genuine shock when she got let go. When I first heard, I didn't even believe it. I was like, this better be fucking fake. <laughs> I was hoping it was too. Yeah, because somebody was like, Billy Kay and Mickey James is not released. I let that better be a fucking lie. This better be fake. <laughs> Fortunately, it's, it's fake news. One of those times the internet wasn't trolling. Best. But uh, yeah, uh, shit, I got a lot to say about the Iconics. They were like the cliche WWE tag team in a sense that Peyton, not Peyton, but Billy was obviously the more charismatic one. Peyton lacked it. So they put those two together in hopes that maybe, you know, Billy's charisma would rub off on Peyton, but that obviously didn't turn out to be the case. Well, it, it helped that they were friends beforehand. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, because they were down to get they were down there together in NXT too. This when they first linked up. Mm -hmm. I love the Iconics, bro. Like they were the perfect like. They remind me of uh, what was it? Lay Cool? Was it that their name of the team? No, Lay Le Cool. Layla but they and better. And cool. it, yeah, they were better than that. Y'all remember when they were the tag team champions and then WWE better barely let them wrestle? And then the one time they actually wrestled was the night that they lost the titles in that fucking four-way tag match. Yeah, I was mad. And then people were like, oh, damn, the Iconics can actually wrestle. I was like, uh, yes, they can actually wrestle. They Fuck. proved it at WrestleMania they could wrestle. They did really good at the match they won at the, the WrestleMania match. Yeah, they were all right there. <laughs> And they could wrestle on live events. I don't know the fuck. Like, I, I don't know. It should be. Yeah, I would have rather Billy Kay host WrestleMania than fucking Hogan. Hogan. Like, the tightest. The yeah, tightest. they could have. Shit, if they didn't have a match for Bailey, they could have had Bailey and Billy Kay host a damn show. That would have like, been more than almost all of WrestleMania. Other than Honestly, Titus. Yeah. Other than the awkwardness between Titus and Hogan. Because there was times where Titus would look at Hogan and be like, Motherfucker, I want to push you off this stage so damn bad. <laughs> like, did y'all pick up on that? There was one yeah. time where Titus like looked at him, and I'm like, every time they came on. out, I don't even know what they said because every time they came out, I muted my TV. <laughs> yeah, poor. They were dressed up as pirates too, and that's like, jeez. Because damn it, I, WWE, I, they said we were going to use this pirate thing last year, but COVID, so we're going to use it this year. They paid all this I money know. for all these sets. I feel so bad for Titus. I don't feel bad for Hogan. Because... I don't feel bad for Titus. Titus has a decent career outside of WWE. Inside the ring, not so much. <laughs> hey, man, if you need a motherfucker to have a clumsy-ass moment on the show, Titus is your man. No, apparently Nia Jax is your girl now. That's what well, they're doing, Nia, Nia Jax. Well, her, well her Nia's, Nia's clumsy in the sense of 
hurt other people. So I Titus comes. Oh no, hurt. she's just randomly slipping on stuff now and falling on her face. Just for well, the difference between the difference between Titus and Naya. Naya's shit is scripted. Titus stuff just happens organically. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> Hey, I think that was probably the first time I heard Cole genuinely laugh on commentary was when I was <laughs> the dog. It was rough. like one of the most what the fuck moments. I was I was laughing, but I was just like, why? What the fuck? How did that? Happen? Some people were talking about no. Nah. Some people later were talking about no. Nah, that had to be scripted. I'm like, the way he fell, fuck no, it wasn't. No, <laughs> this is speaking from experience. From motherfucker used to trip all the damn time. Like that shit was genuine as shit. That man straight up slipped. Fuck, fuck that shit, man. Titus, you know, Edge had a great, Edge probably had the greatest role in the moment ever when he came back. But I I would dare put Titus up there as number one, though. <laughs> that man was trending for like three days after that. <laughs> that boy bounced and slid. Like, <laughs> I was just glad like that. I was just glad that unnecessary LED board wasn't there. And he oh, just God. slid right under the ring. Oh, my he God. He, he would have crashed. Up. He would have crashed through that damn board. <laughs> I was like, honestly, I don't know what the purpose of having an LED board down there is, but it's new and, and bright, and I don't fucking know. <laughs> I never got the LED boards on the torn vocals or the what was it the the apron? I thought that yeah, was stupid. I, that's some Kevin Dunn shit. <laughs> I didn't even think you could put an LED board on a fucking Kevin ring post, Dunn, but they managed to do it. If you're ever listening to this podcast, and I really hope someday you do, you fucking you suck, go. bro. Uh, you speaking of, you don't get us caught for fucking slander. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, Since it, we go ahead. But, uh, and, uh, yeah, on the iconics. <laughs> before we move on, I keep saying it. Breaking them up was the worst thing they did. Yep. Because they broke them up in favor of who? The Riot Squad and Look. I love the Riot Squad. Okay. They improved. I like Ruby. They have improved. I like Ruby, even though she got a booger on her head <laughs> with that green hair, that green hair. She looks like hair. she smells. Like she, she looks got, like she smells. I, I just keep getting reminded of uh, on T.I.'s King album. There's a. <laughs> For whatever reason, yeah. it's not on Spotify. Well, that I know what you're talking about. Spotify, but yes, there's a skit on the album with Mike Epps yelling at his girl because she allegedly cheated on him, and he said her head like a dirty tennis ball, and that's all I think about. But <laughs> I've seen Ruby's yeah. head. That's like a dirty that tennis gr- ball that a dog chewed up on. That Ruby's. short green hair she got looked like a booger. I'm sorry. Ruby looks like a fucking fucking cue stick on a pool table. <laughs> and and live and live is great, okay? Live is great. She dated Enzo at one time, but we all make mistakes when we're young. She, she's with <laughs> she's Bo Dallas now, apparently. <laughs> but anyway, right, go, go Bo Dallas. I don't know these these are a ton of boys just got the just got the pull. Freaking Bray Wyatt cheat on his wife with JoJo, <laughs> and JoJo they might as well just let go. Look, they just need to let JoJo go too. She ain't never coming back. Yeah, where the hell has she yeah. been at? She's been pregnant, she's been, making babies. I, Cause she, she got pregnant again. She got pregnant the first time, and then not long after she got pregnant again. Like, Bray said, "Nah, you ain't never going back to TV. <laughs> you ain't done yet, girl." It's you literally been like what now. three years since she's been on TV. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'll never forget the new day. Put a box of bootyos on her butt. That was when Bray was. There. That was when Bray started plotting. He said, "I'm about to risk." <laughs> it. He said, "I'm about to risk it all," and he did. <laughs> I'll never like forget. Me. 
I just never forget that picture when this motherfucker was in full fiend regalia holding his newborn baby. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I think Bray Wyatt kind of, uh, he has a couple screwed loose. Let me just put it like that. See I all mean, the shitty booking they gave him? You, you have all the shitty booking they gave him? I have a screw loose too. You know he got to be smoking on some weed, though, to deal with the shit that he has to deal with. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, uh, dude, I'll be smoking a fat ass blunt before I go to TV. Fuck but yeah, that. breaking them up was a terrible decision. Yes. It did nothing for either of them. They put Peyton with Lacey, and then late, then that got fucked up when Lacey decided to get pregnant. Then Billy was out there just making the best out of nothing with her resume. That got her over, so she started getting on TV, and then they realized that she could actually kind of wrestle, and she was very, very fucking funny, so they let her do more stuff. And then they just let both of them. It's a budget thing, I heard. It's a bullshit <laughs> it's a bullshit they literally, they they literally just signed like a hundred like a few million dollar deal with fucking peacock a billion a billion billion and they're like sign a billion dollar deal talking about, oh we have a budget cuts it's a budget thing it, it's a it's a budget thing vince and his vice is really really fine when he said this it's a like, we're having budget cuts so we're gonna have to let you go i'm sorry but if you want this picture of Vince, I'll give it to you. Like, just like this motherfucker out here. Hell no. Then we go send you out a care packages in a fucking trash bag. Ah, yes. <laughs> Since we're doing that, let's, let's get into it. Mickey James. I wonder who else. Did anyone else get trash bags as characters? According to Maria, yeah. she got one the first time she got let go. Gail said she got one when she got Jillian. let go the last time. Jillian said she got one. When a she got bag. Yeah, when she got let go. Mm. Um, it's not, they say it's not Carano because I, I, they said he wasn't there when they got theirs. So. Then why did Carano get fired? Because he was in charge of the department. There's a theory wow. on it. There's that. Yeah. And then there's also the part that they got a new, uh, what's that guy's name? Some Something Khan, not Tony Khan. Uh, Nick Khan? Yeah, Nick Khan. They also uh, say yeah, this could be a cover. Tony Khan's little brother or what? I hope not. Uh, Nick Khan <laughs> has come in. He's like the new, what, CEO or some shit? He's an executive vice president or something. Yeah, so uh, a, a theory floating around is that Carano was already on the chopping block anyway once Khan came in, and then this was just an excuse where they could just be like, all right, we got to let you go. Yeah. That's, a, that's a theory, because you know when you get these new EVPs in, these regime changes, they start letting people go, because he got let go, and then Scar, uh, and then Jack, John, Cone got, dem- John yeah. Cone got demoted. He just straight, he was, I didn't even know he was in talent relations, but he got demoted from that to now he's just a referee again. They let some other person go that was in talent relations. So. Hmm. Well, you get a trash bag. That's, I wonder that's if the rumor. Ever, yeah, well, none of these girls came out public with this before. That, hey, I got a fucking trash bag as a well, caregiver. Jillian yeah. said she told somebody, but I guess she told, she said in her tweet, she's like, I guess I told the wrong person about my trash bag. Like, so, I don't know. Because hmm. um, Gail's tweet was like, LMAO, they still doing this? And Mickey said, yes, sir. It's mad disrespectful. It doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck mm. who it is. I don't know if it's Carano that did it or if it did maybe this if it's a Johnny Ace thing. I don't know who the fuck. Who the fuck? Yeah. It's mad disrespectful in general. Like Jesus yeah. Christ. Like barring yeah, the fact that Mickey barring the fact that Mickey is a bona fide Hall of Famer, let's not even front. Hell, if they did this to Mojo Raleigh, I'd be like, that's fucking disrespectful. Uh-huh. Yeah, even Mojo. Yeah, because I mean, it tells it gives you the reputation of what they thought of you. Like, yeah, you, it's like giving anybody trash. that's leaving your company uh-huh. a, tra- a trash bag with their shit in it is just. They literally and, think you're a trash boat. 
And then that's what uh, Mickey tweeted to Stephanie. Like Stephanie said what she had to say. And then Mickey was like, you know, I appreciate that, Stephanie, but this is pretty symbolic for how I was treated the last three years. I was like, whoa. It was. They treated Mickey like shit, especially with the Alexa Bliss shit. After Mickey just, left NXT for that one match she had in NXT, it was just like, well, what's... Well, the yeah. way they brought her in is, like, they they had her, like, you know, uh, at first when they brought her in as Alexa Bliss's, like, manager, I thought it was okay, but then it just well, her went teammate, downhill. But, yeah, then, then it just kind of went downhill. Yeah. It seemed like... It seemed like they were going to build her up again, right? Because she, they were, she was allowing for that match for Asuka. Uh-huh. Then she had the match, but then she got hurt during the match. So that kind of like killed her momentum because <laughs> it yeah. was like, yeah, they're like, yeah, Mickey's finally back at the title picture. And she was having this match with Asuka. Then she got hurt like during the match and it was just like, Ugh, what the fuck? Then they put her back in commentary. I She was commentating main event. I don't know if she was good on it. She might have been fine. Reminds me of Lena doing heat back in the day. Like, but then um, they just let her go. And it's one of those things where it's like, okay, do you keep Mickey around? Because she's obviously a veteran that can help the younger girls, you know, learn the business more, but you don't know what her timetable is, or do you just keep the young girls around who you can keep for like five to ten years? I don't know. I think she had one It's more one of those her. it's one of those age old I mean, yeah, maybe, but again, it's like another thing with like if she got an injury, what the fuck are you gonna do? Because Mickey's like forty something. Yeah. So she ain't and got she's Mickey. a mom now. Yeah, she she ain't got many years left, and I'm sure she don't want to be doing this for much longer. Cause like you said, she she a mama, so you know how long before she's like, nah, okay, I need to be. Yeah. And and that's not that's not an indictment on her at all. It's just you know that's just the reality of the situation. They could have definitely used her better while she was there, because I was mm-hmm. hype with I was hype when Mickey came back. I was like, holy shit, they got Mickey back. Because I remember when they were fired her the first time, like a bunch of dumbasses. And they fired her the week before they went to fucking Virginia. Like they were in her hometown that next week. Yeah, why did they fire her the first time? Uh, I think it was because budget was it a budget thing? No, I think that was guess. more like I think that was more of the supposed tumultuous relationship she was having with a one Jonathan Felix Anthony Cena. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that she was. Uh... Or was it just Sean Cena? I heard she got a little love triangle. No, what happened What from what I remember, this is all alleged. I don't know what the fuck happened. She was with Kenny Dykstra at the time. And I think they were engaged. But I, th- like, I think the story was she was with Kenny Dykstra at the time. Former member of the Spirit Squad, Kenny Dykstra. They were all on Raw. Her, John, and, like, her, John, and Kenny were all on Raw. And apparently I, I know she had did a couple segments with john on tv because they were part of some storyline and then apparently after that she got like really like obsessed with john so i guess maybe john said something or somebody in the back noticed something so that was why they moved mickey to smackdown to get her away from john and then her and kenny dykstra broke up and then not long after she got released mm-hmm. and but then the week before she got re- the week after she got released they were in virginia and then i rem- i forgot what ma- it might have been almost all night but i remember during some of the matches the crowd was legit chanting we want mickey i was like y'all couldn't wait till y'all were in her hometown to release her <laughs> like jesus christ so i wonder if like she was getting too crazy with john that's or the, maybe that's that's what the rumor was like she was like really sprung off john and she uh, wanted to be with him or whatever but he was obviously not reciprocating because he was married at the time you know how that ended? Nah, no, no, I'm pretty sure they smashed. I wouldn't know. I'm not going to speculate on that. So, uh, but yeah, that, that's what I had. That's the rumor I always heard about it was that her first release was due to that 
uh, stuff between her, John Cena, and Kenny Dykstra. I think Kenny Dykstra's talked about it. That's why he don't like John. Yeah, Cena. yeah, that's yeah, why he, he, said, he said the same thing. He's like, yeah, he was, you know, running around with my girl. Then the next thing you know, they let me go. Mm. So that that was her first release. But yeah, the second one, it's they could have used her much better. Um, I think they do need older women there to help the young young girls get along. Because now, who's the oldest? Nick, I mean, Natty and Tamina. Yeah, I think and so. Beth. Oh yeah, and Beth, but she's mostly NXT. Yeah. I mean, they still have Death Ray there, Sarah Del Rey, but she's more, you know, producer agent still. But they still need they still need older women on the roster to just help fill out the roster anyway for matches. Yeah, I mean, I mean poor Natalia, she can't do it all by herself. You know no, what no, I mean? She can't. And I've said this before. I'm tired of looking at Natty. Natty need a break. <laughs> like she do. Like Natty, when's the last time Natty had a break? A substantial break. And she was farting around TV with Carl Carly. I don't think ever. Even yeah, when she exactly. got her tooth, I think even when she got her tooth knocked out that one time, she wasn't gone now. Exactly. Yeah, she's, like, she's been on TV for a minute. I think the perfect, I've said it before, the perfect time for to write her off TV for a bit was when Sasha came back. Because mm-hmm. Natty had just lost to Becky at SummerSlam. Her arm was fucked up. Mm-hmm. Kayfabe, her arm was fucked up. I think was, had was Am- had anvil died yeah yeah anvil had passed yeah. she could have that would have been the perfect time to write her off tv sasha beats her up takes her off tv for a few months she can go home recuperate rest up you know process her dad's passing whatever she need to do i don't know what she need to do uh and then you know just make the audience miss her and then bring her back boom but Natty's at that point in her career where people don't really, I, at least to me, I don't see it. People don't really care to see Natty. She's just there. Uh, I stopped caring about Natty a long time ago. Yeah, like Natty shows up and she's like, hey, it's Natty. That's Yeah, like, you know she's going to lose. You know she's going to... Or whatever. Give her all, it doesn't give even matter her if she... Out. It doesn't even matter if she have a good wins, match. Right? And we've seen it before, you know what I mean? For the most part, nobody cares. That's, that's what happens, though. Uh... I would say Samoa Joe, but we've already we talked about Joe at the top of the program. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We don't really we don't really need to be go more we, we into Joe. Um, yeah, poor Joe though. Yeah, they could have got him on commentary. He was like new Taz. He was. I like the part. I like the time when he shut Seth Rollins down. Oh yeah, he trying said, to come after. <laughs> when he was coming to Tom Phillip, when he was coming to Tom Phillips, and yeah. Joe was like, "You want to do something?" I was laughing the hardest. He said, "I was laughing the hardest out of everybody." <laughs> so if you want to do something, you want to you bring your little man down here, like he gonna do something. <laughs> Joe didn't give a shit, bro. Joe always cut fire promos. Man, what's crazy is he was doing an interview and he said how Vince loved him and he said you're a fucking natural. I'm like, oh. Apparently that's what Austin Aries said too when he was doing commentary. Vince said the same thing to him. So I guess that means if Vince tells you on commentary you are natural, you about to get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You're great on commentary, kid. Oh, well, I guess I'm getting my notice. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Did y'all hear about what Bret Hart said about Triple H? Uh, you mean how he's always complaining about Triple H in this week? Yeah, he I always is. has something to say about Triple H. He's, a six, out, he's a six out of ten wrestler. <laughs> and then. Uh oh oh you mean this week when he said that uh Triple H stabbed Ken Shamrock in the back a lot because he didn't like Ken Shamrock. Yeah, and he was trying to ruin the Rock. I was just reading that. Now the ruin the Rock thing I could totally see. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I could easily see know, Triple H being like, "Yeah, back then, shit. Everybody's trying to ruin everybody. I don't give a fuck with nobody." Exactly. Said. It was a cutthroat <laughs> thing. You it know was what a I mean? damn. It was an attitude era. People were trying to get. People were trying to get rid of. People were trying to backstab everybody. I, I'm pretty sure the rock. The rock was trying to get rid of Triple H. You know what, what was I mean? it? Uh, Bruce Pritchard was talking about how. What was it? I think Bruce Pritchard mentioned how one time, like during one of the promos or something like that, Rock came back from a, uh, they were doing a promo and they did a segment and then Rock, Rock came to the back mad or something like that. And he's talking about Triple H said some stuff he shouldn't have said. Like, I guess Triple H took a few ad lib shots and Bruce, and I think Bruce's reaction was like, do it back. <laughs> like, like he fucking with you, fuck with him back. I'm like, yeah, if he taking out, if he taking these wild ass ad lib shots, you hit him right back. Fuck all that yeah, bullshit. Yeah, it's nothing personal. It's is he doing that? Is he doing that? Professional. No, it's actually. Yeah. That is legit personal. He's trying to fuck with you. He's trying to fuck your game up so he can take your spot. That's personal. So it's like. It was yeah. That's the thing I always say. Like, this shit yeah, about I'm money, sure, bucko. I'm pretty sure y'all were like, I'm pretty sure at some points y'all were like brotherhood. Y'all had a brotherhood back in the Attitude Era. Right. But y'all were trying to like cut each other's legs off. Hell yeah. <laughs> You, like, Austin, you think I'm like look at this shit like classic story <laughs> you know who Austin cut the legs out of Jeff Jarrett Jeff Jarrett yeah well <laughs> Jeff yeah well Jarrett. Jeff, Jeff Jarrett wasn't gonna be a good draw anyway cut his legs off fuck it we don't even know that at the time but Austin pretty much because Austin apparently still held a grudge from when he was in Memphis which Jarrett's dad booked he said nah fuck that I ain't working with him he took it personally <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He cut his legs off. He said, "Fuck it," and I'm, I'm Jerry. Don't hold no grudges about it. But it's a job. Just like, nah, fuck that. I'm working with that dude. And Austin was the dude at the time, so he could say that. He's like, "Nah, I'm fucking working with that guy." Fuck for. Well, yeah. So it's like, okay, so what? Triple H stabbed Ken Shamrock and cut his legs off and routine him. According to Ken, he's like, he, yeah. Well, if Ken Shamrock was as good as he said he was, he would have bounced back and done the same thing to Triple H, and then you know, wouldn't try to be more of a draw. Shamrock couldn't hang with Triple H in ring though. Uh-uh. One of the most, uh, one of the funniest things, it's, it's fucked up too, was uh, Shamrock had Sean an ankle lock. And Sean had that lollipop in his mouth and he was tapping out. Bro, Sean <laughs> was way to make him Shamrock like an, like an asshole. For real, uh, Sean, was his, back, Sean was his shit. Uh, I'll, I'll actually go look on the Peacock Network right now. I'm pretty sure they have it. But if you go back Not, and watch- I highly uh, doubt it. I highly doubt it's on there. <laughs> oh, that's no, another reason have... why I don't fuck with Peacock because they be yeah, editing and censoring I... shit. So that's another yeah, reason why I got a VPN. <laughs> yeah, I... you can look for it, but I highly doubt it's on there. They added the '97 roll, so you're. You, I don't know. No, they only added '96. You're right. No '97. Yeah. But there is a roll back in '97 before they fought in your house DX. Where Sean, they had a match between Sean and Ken Shamrock, and Sean made this guy look like a fool, bro. Like the way Sean was hitting the ropes, the way he was selling his moves, and then Sean was just shaking his head the whole time and laughing. Oh, dude, no, oh no, oh yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that that'd be one of those. That'd be one of those things where I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'd shoot it. I'd shoot if I was Ken Shamrock. You, You talking about Sean and Hulk? Hulk's greatest match ever? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. That match was classic. Hogan's best work ever. Like, Shawn made Hogan look like a million bucks. Ooh, you sound like Robert talking about that goddamn Goldberg Shawn Michaels match. <laughs> man, <laughs> that match was classic, bro. Speaking like, of that, I'm about to go look at Peacock real fast. Hold on. Bro, Shawn versus Hogan, Hogan's best match ever. 
Chris, mm. I heard I heard Vince McMahon was in tears after that match. That's how good it was. Tears of anger. <laughs> like, oh, <fuck. laughs> no, I mean, you, I, hey, that's that's a good question. We need to go back on that. So, what do you think Vince's perspective on that was? Do you really think Vince was just like Hogan should have went over on Sean? I'm sure no, at that point. I'm sure at that point Vince was just like, just get it over with. Just yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Vince didn't care at that point. He's like. <sighs> <laughs> Since the supposed three match deal had fell through, Vince was just like, "Yeah, Vince, Vince probably even Vince. I wouldn't doubt Vince told Sean to go out there and sell like that. Oh, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't doubt that either. Hey, Sean, you remember that thing you did with Shamrock back in the day? Yeah, do that with Hogan tonight. Do that. Do the uh, exact opposite. Sell everything <laughs> over the top, wild, bro. He took the best big boot ever." Took a bump, stood right back up, fell right back on the mat. Jesus fuck. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was great. And then he got he took a clothesline over the top rope, did a little front flip, stood back up, fell on the ground again. Man, made Hogan look like a billion dollars, man. I'm telling Wait, you. Wait, guys, they I, I think they added all the raws now. Well, they started slowly going NXTs. I got the 2016s NXTs on there. They just missing a shit ton of takeovers. Yeah, oh, they yeah. Are. I saw that. So it was probably in because when was that in your house pay per view? Uh, in December, right? I don't know. You would know better than us. You the rain man over here when it comes to that. I uh, yeah, Brett always gets something to complain about. He really yeah, does. I mean, you know what it is? Is because I mean, let's be honest here. As great as over as Brett was, he wasn't as big as of a draw as Triple H. If you want to really think about it, and that's me saying, not saying, and that's me saying as a Bret Hart fan. Like, I don't know. I, 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 heard, uh, I heard he was a. I heard when he was a champ back in the day, they had more sellouts than they did when they gave the title to Sean. Yeah. And plus, he was a he was a big hit overseas, India specifically, and Canada. But as big, no, I'm saying, and I know that, but I'm saying in that era where Triple H was champion, I think it succeeded that. So no matter what. You add in with him as champion. That was also you got to roll that era, and that's not fair to do because Brett was back in the long title reign era. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time Triple H got the belt, that was when WWE was hot potato wing in the Attitude Era. So if you yeah. roll in that, you got to roll in Austin's reigns, you got to roll in Taker's reigns and Rocks. So like. I, I think that's kind of unfair. Okay, yeah, 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 I guess so because it's the whole era thing instead of just one person thing. Because Brett, oh, it was just pretty much Brett until Sean came. Yeah, I, Brett, I would say, I would say, if anything, on Triple H's, on Triple H, he he was a draw as a heel. Yeah. So what that means is he had to be in there with a top guy, and he was always in there with Austin, Rock, or Taker. So the house is already sold. But he did contribute in a sense that yeah, people were paying money to see him get his ass kicked too. He was a great heel. Yeah, like also because he was actually good. It's like this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, I rewatched the because uh, it just happened recently when Jericho won the title from Triple H and then he had to give it right back. Oh yeah, that bullshit. <laughs> oh my god, bro, the heat that Triple H got for uh, he was just like, all right, Earl, we won't touch you as long as you're official referee. 
Oh, wait, by the way, your ass is fired. And they all just start fucking jumping Earl Hebner. Oh, my <laughs> God. All three of them, Shay, Stephanie, Triple H, Shane, they just all start beating up this poor little ref. The, the, the crowd just went fucking crazy and just booed the shadow. I started laughing so hard. Stephanie was terrible back in those days, but. Oh, yeah, she was. When she took. now. You think so, Phil? Well, in another, no. in another way, in a different way, where like her, her believability is much better now. But at the same time, I'm just like, so if I like looking at you, but I'm tired of looking at you on my TV. I mean, the only my only knock on her these days, well, she hasn't. She's not a featured character, but when she was featured, she was always slapping people, but nothing would ever happen to her. Especially the like, male wrestlers, she would verbally emasculate the male wrestlers and then never get comments. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, Vince, Dave Meltzer tried to argue one point. Vince never got his comeuppance either. I was like, bullshit. Austin whooped his ass all the time. And The Rock. And And people forget. And Triple H. Yeah. And Vince was a babyface at one time. Every time he got his revenge on all the heels every time, too. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know why he said that bullshit. Vince never got his comeuppance. I'm like, you know how many compilations you can make of Vince looking fucking foolish on TV? Yeah. Like Vince might have got the upper hand that night, but rest assured, that motherfucker got his comeuppance the next week. Vince never Remember got his comeuppance. He the Rock let, stuffed his ass up a Rakishi's butt. There, yes, up, there was yeah. that. He never got his comeuppance. This man literally let DX drop shit on him on live TV. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember that. Then uh, I was like, Stephanie, even when she was feuding with Brie that summer, she won the fucking match at SummerSlam and didn't wrestle again until yeah, 2018. Because, uh, yeah, that was when uh, that was when Nikki turned on her. Yeah. And then, like, Nikki turned, and then they had their match, I guess, or whatever the fuck it was. Then Brie became, like, Nikki's, uh, what, her her servant or something? Oh, yeah, something stupid. She became, she became her servant, right? And then at first, Nikki was like, I'm just going to, uh, I'm just... I'm your servant, but I hate it, so I'm just gonna make your life hell or whatever. She only did this for like a month, then she was full heel. <laughs> then she was helping Brie win matches and shit. And I'm like, Yeah, it didn't I mean, make no, she was helping Nikki win matches and shit. And I'm like, what what happened? What happened to you trying to sabotage her? Now you're just now y'all both are heels. Okay. But that girl said, uh, I wish you died in the womb. <laughs> you go fuck was like, God damn. I that was like I think it was my last year watching Raw full time. I was just thinking, man, stop <laughs> stop the pain. I was like, uh, stop the pain. Like, can we call it audible? Can we like just cut the segment early? Like, y'all gotta get at least I think on a three hour show you have to get at least fifteen commercial breaks in, I believe. So I was like, Y'all can't just burn through one of those commercials real quick just to end this segment. Or why the hell are you watching Billy Idol videos right now? Do you know this is the intro of Raw? I know. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Fucking Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> I, I was about to show you. I, I missed it, but I was going to show you the first the first match back in '97 would be uh, a Goldust versus Stone Cold. It would be the first match in '97 on a Raw. That when that's Goldust was doing that weird priest gimmick shit and he was talking about yeah. fucking getting breast implants and oh Dustin, I'm glad he's better it's, now. It's just like. He was doing the Marilyn Manson gimmick, I guess, where he was just going shit crazy and doing weird shit. Like he wanted to take a rip out of his rib cage so he could suck his own dick or something like that. What? I don't know about that. <laughs> you never you heard that story before? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never heard that one? I was, in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade and somebody mentioned that to me. They were like, yeah, bro, you ever listen to Marilyn Manson? I was like, outside of him having SmackDown interesting? No. Um, 
Oh, I was like, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Goldust wanted to do that. I was like, what? No. Mm-hmm. They were oh, telling no, me, like, I wouldn't be surprised. I know, I know Ahmed Johnson said Goldust wasn't supposed to lay in the kiss. He wasn't supposed to really kiss him. I think I, I think I heard it was like, yeah, he was supposed to. Just Ahmed was just like, no tongue. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was just like, no tongue. And so what, he slipped in the tongue? I think so. <laughs> oh, that's a little weird. Uh, uh, Ahmed Johnson, or as Mark Henry calls him, old dumbass. Oh, dumbass. Uh, I would have loved to have been in a locker room with those two just roasting each other. Mark apparently, been... Mark apparently really wanted to get this last wrestling match. Where's he trying to wrestle? Who's he trying to wrestle against? Walter, I heard. What? Apparently he dropped 80 pounds for this. Why? He's going to get his ass kicked. Hey, like, I love this... Mark Henry, but... Yeah, I like Mark Henry too, but Walter's going to take his interest theme. <laughs> Talk about there's a bunch of these. What do you say? There's a bunch of younger generation that haven't seen him wrestle. I'm like, there's a whole network for that. Yeah, right. Like, trust me, we don't want to see you get your ass whipped by Walter. That's the last. That's not the last thing I want to remember you by. Bro, get this shit off my dinner. Get this. Shit I'm just screen. saying. Look, he's he's dressing up as a baby. That's great. You could have just explained that. No one had to see that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh God. All right. Wait. It. <laughs> I, I see. I don't even know what even how we were talking about anymore. You show me that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Raw to '97, bro. But I think, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think on that note, we'll just end it. <laughs> we're out here. That's an awkward ending. <laughs> That's awkward as it. Robert over here showing men dressed as babies and shit. I don't know what his fetish is, but I ain't trying to be a part of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> on that note, folks, we will see y'all next week. Stay tuned.